The college experience week five preview on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by mybookie.ag. Right now to honor football, mybookie is offering up to a thousand dollars in free bets using the promo code SGP. That's right. A thousand dollars in bonus bets on your first deposit. When you use the promo code SGP, you play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Amazon. Log on to sportsgamblingpodcast.com and click the Amazon banner. Bookmark that link and use it every time you shop to score sweet savings and support the podcast. Check out Amazon over at the sports gambling podcast.com. Yes, yes. Woo! Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. <laughs> My name is Kobe, swinging dance to base dance. And in studio, we got the regular, the uh, the Titan of Tecmo. As long as he's not playing me, the true piece of shit. The, uh, the fucking bulge in your eyes. <laughs> the uh, round mount of rebound. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't used that. You one never know what the fuck you're talking about, <laughs> do you? It's hard to describe such a great human being, isn't it? You're a pretty good skater die player. <laughs> you know, I, I actually did master <laughs> that downhill course pretty well. <laughs> the skater skater die champion of uh, Harrisonburg, <laughs> the former. Former James Madison defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, David Thompson wannabe. I wish. Give it up for Patty C in the place to be. Hi! That's that's a fucking introduction. You're on the right page. I I feel like the audience already loves us. We don't even need to talk. The episode is over. Yeah. Let's end the fucking episode. Now let's chug this beer. Yeah. We Here haven't we chugged a beer in a while. Here, let me, let me tell you why Colby's a bitch. Let me tell you why Colby is living the watered down college experience <laughs> over there. Wait, do you see what cup I'm using? <laughs> he you can't make using, fun of me that? when the I Tom go Rathman Tom Rathman. Tom Rathman is r- rescuing your manhood right now. <laughs> That's right. Now, buddy. Let me, sh- let me chug this what. bill. 40, this bill, this beer. <laughs> Beer. Here's the sound effect you want to hear. Oh, that's man. a true shotgun shotgunned master. One. You guys see these, um, like shotgun machines that like <laughs> the like the Bills Nation punch Bills the hole for you. Not that guy. That guy is a <laughs> shotgun machine. No, it's it's a little like thing that like punctures a perfect little hole in your cup without like making any. It's like what is the fun of a fucking shotgun if you're not gonna do it yourself? <laughs> you know, right? Give me a fucking break. You're supposed to look like a man. When was the last shit. time you did a shotgun with the herbal? Oh, <laughs> like a beer shotgun with the herbal. No, what do no, they no. call that? Like the, no, fucking... no, no, the herbal. Oh man. Shotgun. The herbal shotgun has been a while, man. That's kind of, that, that's how I cut my teeth in the uh, herb game. It's just gunning. Dude, that's, like, that, if you truly want to be making blasted. out with a chick and then fucking spin it out. <laughs> oh man. All right, oh, let's do this. The glory days. To Tom Rathman to uh, give me another retro player. 
for you to right? to, a, to, a, to the fucking rivals of the of Tom Rath and the '88 Bengals. Carl Zander, still my all time. Let's go, Carl Zander. Fucking Zander. <laughs> Here's a shotgun to you, buddy. Uh, right. No one knows what the fuck we're talking about. To, to but to Carl Zander, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Uh, he's a linebacker on the Bengals. Oh no, I, we know that. Oh, but okay. This is the college experience. We don't know what the fuck yeah. we're talking about. All right, In cheers, 80s, buddy. Yeah. All, All the right. way to the face, and Let's I'm gonna do it, do it clean do it. for Ready? you, Colby. A moment of silence for Tom Rathman and Carl Zander, <laughs> even though they're not dead. Let's go. Ready? <laughs> oh, that was a terrible burp. Woo! It's still foaming in my throat. Woo! That's why. <laughs> Woo! It's but been buddy, a while. I, I spelled a drop or two on my shoulder here because I fucking take a shotgun like a man. I'm not smelling it on my chest. I got my head. I got this shit. Woo! Per- All right. We're fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're out there in the trenches, just like Tom Rathman and Carl Zander were. We're doing it big, buddy. All right. Back in the day. We're doing it fucking big. Uh, better days. Fo- th- that was the better days of football. That's right. Simpler times. That's when not, you can actually that's hit not, someone. That's not the beer we're drinking, by the way. Right. But how you been, buddy? How have I been? Well, as you know, personal life as usual, full, full of turmoil. We have a Twitter question based on their personal life. Later. Oh gosh. Don't, um, don't ask. Don't tell. That's my policy. Um, it's not, it's nothing too, too crazy. Um, week, week five's coming. I feel like we're hot picking, picking games. You, me, NC, Nick, you we're we, all fucking dominating. We had a hell of a week last week. And I think this week I've got some confidence on some of our games that are going to hit. Yeah. Now, before I dive into the gauntlet of Twitter questions and games we have, which we would normally do in this episode, which we will get to, I just want to do a four game check on our locks. Win totals. All right. Okay. We're starting off in the American NC Nick. Well, first off, Patty, see you lock central Florida over nine. Still looking good. Despite the loss, that was a tough L. I don't think they're going to lose three, three more times. Not going to, you know, wait, they've already lost one. So you'd have to be three. So even if you push, so they need three more. But losses. Some of the more competitive, the Americans looking a little down this year, which bodes well, well it's for, weird though. Cause it is looking down from Houston and perhaps maybe Cincinnati, but Navy's looking up SMU Tulane. Sure. The West is looking better. It has certainly Memphis still looks good. Uh, evened out a little bit. It's yeah. not so top heavy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you got UCF uh, over nine is one of your locks. Uh, I have Cincinnati it, me and Nick, well, Nick put it as his third favorite lock. I have some locks that didn't make my top nine Cincinnati over six. Me and Nick both were on Cincinnati over six. Still what was it? Three and one. I, th- I feel okay about that. Yeah. And Ohio State's destroying everyone, so you can only take yeah. that one. Not to mention that UCLA just beat Washington State and Cincinnati kind of handled them there. So if Cincinnati gets past Marshall this weekend, they'll be four and one. Yeah. That's the win s- total's at six. They haven't played UConn yet. They also get East Carolina. At the very least. They also get South Florida. And then that's a very good looking bet. Right they now. get Houston from the West, which all of a sudden doesn't look that bad since De'Eric King is gone, which we'll touch on in a second. But my East Carolina over, you know, my seventh rank lock. East Carolina over, <laughs> over three and a half. Oh, three and a half. We're, we're two and two. Okay. We still have Yukon on the schedule and that then, and then it gets hairy because we draw Tulsa and SMU from the West, which looked great for me preseason. Yeah. Now I'm like, I don't know that we'll beat them. Give Mike one Houston a little time to implement. I think South Florida, we could beat potentially it's in Greenville. I think. Yeah. Also, I mean like the temple game. Could we, 
They're looking pretty good. I know, but maybe one he's, upset. All he's, I want. Good for one upset. upset. Yeah. Um, and then as we scroll down, uh. This is the one me and oh. you should worry about. Yeah. We both locked up Houston over eight. They're one and three and Derek King. And I think one of their <laughs> whiteouts done. just said that they're not going to play the rest of the year. That one's done. So we would need them to basically go eight and one, seven, seven and one. Oh yeah. They're one and three. So what? yeah. Seven and one to seven push and one to push. That's done. Yeah, luckily I, we didn't put that in our top 10. Yeah. Did I, did you number yours? I don't know. That you I don't know yours. Uh, oh yeah, I did. Okay. I have Tulane over five and a half as one of my locks. That they're three and one. Looking all right. I think I'm gonna hit that. Yep. I think I'm gonna hit that. Um Syracuse over eight in the ACC. I'm gonna sweat that one. They're two and two right now. They get Holy Cross this weekend. They'll be three and two, but you're telling me I just I'm hoping for a push at this point. They're uh they're they're uh, Atlantic. Yeah. That's actually like almost bodes well for them because I think outside of Clemson and Florida State, Wake, they, I mean, uh, but they could lose to some of these games. Pitt, they play Pitt from the yeah, east. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one right at this point. Um, uh, I could see. I just want to push. Yeah. Because when I look at Syracuse, I'm thinking seven and five now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that once again, that wasn't my top ten, right? Yeah. Now we are looking. All of us locked up. Yeah. Virginia over six. That was your number one lock. Yeah. Nick's number one lock and my number four lock. Yeah. They're four and oh, they got to get to six. That's, that's looking real damn good. Yeah. Now you have pit over seven, which is two and two kind of wish he would have went for that fourth down at uh college, uh, in state college. Yeah. But, uh, I think that's still doable. Two I and two. Very doable. Yeah. Two and two. And like the, the win over UCF yeah. was massive. Well, and they, they, they still have Duke on the schedule. They still have Virginia tech on the schedule. Those are winnable games. They still they're have Georgia team. tech on the schedule. Yeah, They're a better team than all of them. that could put it up to five, yeah. you know, just on those. Um, Nick has the under on North Carolina and four and a half as the seventh best lock. That's a decent, uh, the under they're two and two right now. Yeah, I don't know about that. And they still have Georgia tech on the schedule. So you got to think they're definitely going to be three and two. They also have, they also have an FCS in November. So you got to think four. If they pull one, I don't think he's going to hit that. Yeah. North Carolina is better than expected already. Now, big 12 wise, me and you were on uh, Oklahoma state over seven and a half. We're three and one big game this weekend against Kansas state. Yeah, it is. a big. We game. need to win that one. Yeah. Um, I'm on Texas tech and six and a half under. That looks pretty good. They're there. I think two and one. Um, Big 10 locks. You got Rutgers under three. How do you feel about that? Where are they at right now? I think they have one, one win. They have one. I feel real good about that right now. <laughs> I don't know that they're going to win again for the rest of the year. I don't know their schedule off the top of my head, but I'll I mean, to take uh, a look t- at you that. should you pull that up, pull that up right now. See what, see what they, see what they're looking at. All right. Cause We're, I think they, cause they, they have some FCSs because they, they play Yukon dude. Oh, that's good. But I, I don't know that they're better than UConn. All right. Rutgers, Illinois struggle with UConn, right? Don't they play UConn? Let's see. Rutgers schedule upcoming at Michigan. That's an L yeah. Hosting uh, Maryland. That should be an L right. Yeah. At Indiana loss, probably loss hosting Minnesota loss. What if they were to pull off one of those upsets? hosting Liberty? <laughs> they could be Liberty. This they year. could be Liberty. So give them, give them that one. Give them two at Illinois. They'll probably lose that one based on what we've seen so yeah. far. Yeah. Uh, hosting Ohio state, hosting Michigan state at 
Penn State at the best. I could see them pushing. At Penn State ends the season. Yeah. Yeah, at best, at best pushing. I don't think they're gonna win. They, I don't be- think they're gonna win three games there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, feel feel all right about that. Uh, I think you're gonna do all right. Okay. Then we go to the West. Patty C's looking amazing with the six best lock of Wisconsin over over eight wins. Yeah, buddy. I knew I knew they were getting slept on. Like they're three and zero right had now. A couple eight win seasons. Like they haven't had what we say it was a ten or eleven years since they've uh, won less than eight, and they're fucking yeah. projected at eight. They're three and zero. They if they get Northwestern this week, it'll be four and zero. They'll be halfway there. They do play at Ohio State. It's probably gonna be a loss, but yeah, I didn't say they're gonna win twelve. Yeah, all I got to do is get to nine or yeah. even eight to push. Um, now, Nebraska, especially with the Nebraska it, down a little bit. Here's one that we're all gonna shit the bed on. I think. Can you pull up Northwestern schedule? Well, don't forget Nebraska on you. Oh yeah, I, I have. Oh, I have North Nebraska over eight and a half. Hey, they're three and one, right? If they win a bunch of close games, because that's that's the mo for uh, Crouch. In if your they could upset like I predicted, crouch, like fucking, uh, in June, Frost, in June I had Nebraska upsetting Ohio State. Yeah, which I'm still. Well, picking. If they pull it, I'm still picking it because look, my pit came through. You're picking the money line on that game. I'm doing both. You're out of your fucking mind. Did you see the yard? I called difference? you out of your mind the other week, and you fucking hit. Yeah. So, and do you see the yard difference? And see, Nebraska outgained Illinois by like 500 yards. That game yeah. should have not been close, but Nebraska's offense shit the bed. I think the Nebraska defense is playing ball, and I think they're going to play ball against. But if Nebraska fucking upsets Ohio State, that stadium, that whole state is going to yeah. fucking explode. Perfect, it's perfect. It's Frost coming out party. That's the official coming out party. <laughs> it could be. He almost beat him in Lincoln or in uh, in Columbus last year. Yeah. Look, I still, yeah, I'll be honest. I'm uh, shaking. I'm shaking a little bit uh, on the Nebraska over eight and a half. Now we all are shaking on this next one. Yeah, because especially because it's all in our top ten. It was my number ten. Your number five, Nick's number four, Wisconsin or uh, Northwestern over six. What, can we pull up that schedule? Yeah, let me get that going. They're one and two right now, <sighs> and it's been a bad one and two. We have UMass on the schedule, I know for sure. So you got to think, okay, that's two. Can we find four more wins? Let's see what they got. They got at Wisconsin. That's a loss. loss. One and at three. Nebraska. That's a loss. Yeah, one and four to start the season. Good <laughs> lord. Uh, hosting Ohio State. One and five hosting Iowa one and six. That's a capable win. Not really. They always play them close. I feel like they're going to, they're going to get their fucking ass kicked. Now the back end of the schedule is where they can make it, We All we need is that. I will, they can push. We need that. I will. Okay. At Indiana. They can win that. Yeah. Hosting Purdue. Ooh, they could win it. They, they could. could. Win it. Oh, here, here's a gimme hosting UMass. All right. Good job. Big 10 putting right. UMass. So, uh, right now you're saying if we beat Iowa it'll be two, if we beat Purdue three, if we or beat Indiana. UMass four, Indiana, Indiana Purdue. five. Give oh, me if they get, if they beat Iowa, that's a big if. I know. We need to up one upset essentially. Well, they only that's the only one that I, I think I, they'll be favored against I, I, Indiana. They're not gonna beat Iowa. They're terrible this year. <laughs> <laughs> so you're dreaming, okay? Let's, one upset. Let's keep one it in up fucking reality. Football. Dude, are you kidding no. me? Okay. You know, middle. I mean, like I, you're living in La La Land. Okay, <laughs> at Indiana, Syracuse a tough was game. four and eight when they beat Clemson. Fair enough. Still, it's not something Purdue you, was six and six not last year. Something you want to feel good. Purdue about. was six and six last year. They beat Ohio State by three. Let's just admit when we're fucking wrong about a team. Okay, <laughs> okay. So at Indiana, that puts them at two wins, and that's with four games left. Then hosting Purdue, if they can pull that off in fucking Evanston, that puts them at three wins. Hosting UMass, four, four wins. 
hosting Minnesota. Five. Five wins. And then finishing the season at Illinois. A push. We can push. <laughs> Well, look, I feel better about this because NC Nick had this fourth rated lock. You, your fifth and yeah. my tenth. All right, fuck. So uh, at least I feel You're better. Smarter about than that. we are. Okay. Uh, NC Nick locked up the under on Minnesota, which so far that's not looking good because Minnesota's pulling shit out of their ass. Yeah. They could easily be zero and three right now, and he'd right. be looking great. Yeah. Uh, Conference USA, you locked up Florida Atlantic under eight. What are they two and two right now? Let me see. Can yeah. we do a little, do a little research on that? Uh, crack open say. another beer. I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. It's fucking two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm about, <laughs> dude, I had three drinks before I came over here. I started yeah, drinking nice. at 9 a.m. Wow. Maybe eight. I like it. Yeah, I was on that Bon and Viv shit again. Look, people want me to say that you have a problem. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> right. Because I think the whole world would be better if they all had a drink at eight or nine That's in the morning. That's right. We all should feel this good mm-hmm. all day long. All right. Florida Atlantic. Actually, kind of respectable loss against or at Ohio State at this point, forty-five twenty-one. Uh, that was they kind of like backdoor covered that. Yeah, it was like twenty-eight. It was like thirty-five to nothing. That's at one true. Point. Uh, UCF smacked them forty-eight fourteen. Uh, that game didn't even finish. The Lightning. That's true. <laughs> Would have been uh, like sixty-two to fourteen. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and then we're saying it's under eight. Yeah, they got I at th- Charlotte. I think they're going to lose this weekend at Charlotte. You have them winning. We differ on that. Okay. But okay. By a various light amount. Um, the rest of the schedule is not that hard. Can they get eight? At Charlotte. Well, say that's a win. Okay. If I give them that. Host, host Middle Tennessee. They could lose that. They could win that. They could. Hosting Marshall. They're going to lo- definitely lose that. Probably lose that. Yeah. I don't know. They could no, win They that. like Marshall this at year. At Old Dominion, that looks like a loss at this point. Old Dominion played Virginia Tech very tough. Yeah. And UVA very tough. Uh at Western as Western Kentucky. I'm already slurring my fucking that's words. A win. Um that's probably a win. Hosting FIU. Going to UTSA and then hosting Southern Miss. They're not Dude, gonna beat Southern Miss. Lane Kiffin may get an eight win year here. No. We'll uh, see. I like your play. Let's let's uh let's wait and see. All right, my ninth rated lock, which I this is what I'm completely off on. Florida International over seven and a half. They're one and three, I think. Yeah, Butch shitting the bed. Their remaining schedule is tough. But they've had decent losses so far. Am I mistaken on that? They had one really bad one, though, Western Kentucky. They lost yeah. it to Tulane and Louisiana Tech's not bad. Yeah. But Western Kentucky is the one that I thought I had penciled in as a for sure win. Yeah. It was in Miami. Yeah. They're, they're not going to hit that mark, I don't think. They just look like shit to me. Yeah. Uh, and then we go down to the West, and we locked up a bunch of shit in the West. North Texas uh, over seven and a half. Now they're two and two. I love how Houston's not playing Derek King. I need this win, North Texas. That would be huge. <laughs> I need that. I want that pilot. <laughs> right. Um, we both locked it up. UAB over seven. They're three and zero or four That's and zero right good. now. So yeah. we like that. You have Rice under two and a half. Ugh. They're way better than I thought they were going to be. Can we pull up their schedule? Yeah. They haven't uh, won yet, though. Their schedule's hard, dude. The they're going to beat UTEP, I think, this year, though. And UTSA. I think they're better than UTEP and UTSA. They're in the same division as UTEP and UTSA. So if they can just pull one upset, one fucking upset, Patty C. What fucking conference? Conference USA. Conference USA. The one we're just in. Right. Jesus. I went to Sunbelt. I just assume all these shit fucking conferences I, I mix together. All right. Rice, where are you? Uh, okay. Here we go. Rice's remaining schedule is 
uh, hosting Louisiana tech, probably a loss at UAB, probably a loss at UTSA win, probably win uh, hosting Southern miss probably lost hosting Marshall probably lost at middle Tennessee probably lost hosting North Texas probably lost at UTEP maybe a win that's a win but they're both on the road so they could lose one of those you're gonna hit you're gonna hit them. I'm gonna hit yeah. <laughs> uh okay independence we both have army over nine and a half I still like that because they're not gonna they play 13 games oh I can't believe you guys didn't lock up UMass UMass under four and a half. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a shoe. Put in. that in the fucking bank right now. Yeah. Um, Ohio over seven and a half. Now that one, I don't know about NC Nick second biggest lock Buffalo over six Buffalo is what? Two and two big game for Buffalo this week. Cause I locked up Buffalo are as well. We? Are we all Mac. You skipped me on uh army. You're on army too. We're both on army. We said army uh, on the over. Yeah. That looks decent. Yeah. Cause they play 13 games. So they would have to have four losses. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's even better. Yeah. Um, UMass, like I said, and then, okay. You throw the Mac. I'm looking great on my bowling green under three, dude, I did under two, four, two uh, years in a row. You kidding me? This is gold. Both the Falcons are gold. <laughs> um, Buffalo is the tricky one. Damn. You're all over the fucking Mac. Dude. I love the Mac. There's value in the Mac. I got Eastern Michigan. What up with my Eastern Michigan over six and a half? Looking decent. Three and one right now? Looking decent. You telling me they're not gonna grab four wins in the Mac? Yeah, that's uh that is a, a division with parity and and one that Eastern Michigan appears to have the What's Ball State's record? Among right the now? best coaching. Can we, can we find Ball State's record? Ball State. I have Ball State locked up under four. Okay. Ball State is currently Sitting at once your fucking slow ass internet loads one and three with a win over Fordham. <laughs> Can they get over four? I have the under as at a Northern loss. Illinois loss at Eastern Michigan loss hosting Toledo loss hosting Ohio loss at Western Michigan loss hosting Central Michigan loss loss at Kent State maybe a win yeah and then hosting Miami loss you're looking good on that one boom even if they were to upset they still need to win over. They're not going to win four games there. We get to the mountain West. How about my number four lock? Now this one was a dagger for me. I don't know if you caught the Wyoming Tulsa game, Wyoming down three, right? Mm -hmm. At the Tulsa one 30 seconds left first down, right? They get a play down to the one or maybe it was like the three, right? Quarterback runs an option to the right Mm -hmm. fumbles. Mm. Tulsa recovers fucking. We were about to be four and oh, like he was running into the end zone. Or he probably would have got tackled like the half yard line. Yeah. But we, what down was it? It was, uh, if I think first or second bone ahead. Yeah. Um, so check this out though. I mean, I would have been four and oh there. Yeah. They're three and one. Now I'm still feeling good about myself because they get UNLV this week. If they take care of UNLV, they'll be four and one with, 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 with conference play still, still looming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, New Mexico, st- Nick locked up uh, his fifth rated lock was New Mexico under five wins. How are they doing? They pulled a win against uh, New Mexico State, so I think they're I think they're two and one or or, or three and one. Wow! So New Mexico, he you might be under some fire there. Look, your number one overall lock was Fresno State over eight. Now that Minnesota game hurt us because they were up, they were up ten with like three minutes left and lost yeah. in overtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're sitting at one and two. They get New Mexico State. An be underwhelming two and two. win 
against Sacramento State. Sac State's not bad though. They went out and hired Eastern Washington, uh, Eastern Washington's former head coach. And look, a trip to USC who looks better than expected. Yes. So it was a one score game. Yeah. yeah. At New Mexico State, that's a win. At Air Force, that is a tougher game. I than, don't know about that one. Yeah. Let's give them the win. Okay. Let's I think that's going to be a win. game though. Yeah. But just for my fucking okay. hopes here, hosting UNLV, that's a win. Hosting Colorado State. A tough game. That's a but win. I, I think, think Fresno State. I would get, I'd much rather give them the win against Colorado State than Air Force. Yeah. At Hawaii, a tough game. That is a tough game. Hosting Utah State. A tough game. <laughs> Are we gonna eat shit At on this San one? This Diego is my number State. five lock. At San Diego State, they should win. They should win that, but I mean Nevada, they should win at home. And it's still San, decent San teams Jose. though. San Jose State's even better the, than I The Mountain West is yeah. up. Yeah, it's really up. Um, uh, Hawaii over five and a half. They're three and one. If they can beat Nevada, I'll be looking good. Pac 12. My Arizona under seven and a half. It was my second biggest lock of the mm-hmm. year. Uh, this is looking pretty decent, right? They're two and one right now. Arizona is? They beat Northern Arizona and Texas Tech, but they lost to Hawaii. I need UCLA. Come on, UCLA. Come on, UCLA. Come on, Chip. Right? What about my buffs over four? That's looking good. Three and one yeah. Washington over nine and a half. That cow game hurt me. That was both of our locks, but I still think we're all this, right. This week is huge. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. huge. Oregon under nine was my eighth biggest lock. What? You're a fucking no, idiot. They have to play in Seattle. They do have a tough They have schedule. to play at USC. That's true. And they still have to play Cal and Washington state in there. That's going to be close. Yeah, you might be right. It's going to be close. Yeah. Um, Oregon State over two and a half. I locked. <laughs> How about Knicks? How about NC Knicks? Cal over six. They're already four and zero. He's a genius. He's got that right. Yeah. Oh, that's a lock. <laughs> that's a fucking lock at this point. Uh, Oregon State. I need him this week, man. I really need them this week. Stanford. Because I thought what, I was calculating one in of their Corvallis, wins. Right. I, I calculated their win against Stanford, right? Or yeah. or Arizona State. Yeah. Uh, but I also calculated them beating Hawaii and they were up that whole game and Hawaii came back and scored to win that game. Oof. So it's, things are getting hairy, but they also <laughs> play UCLA. That's a capable win. They're going to have their chances. Oh yeah. Things, things are good. Things are improving in Corvallis. SEC Missouri over eight and a half. We're still liking. Are we? They've only lost one. They're three and one. That was a bad loss though. It was a bad loss. But when I look at the rest of the SEC East and the fact that that they're like uh, that was a little Jekyll and Hyde thing they're doing because. Uh, but look, dude, Vanderbilt's that? garbage. That should be a win. Kentucky's lost their starting quarterback. South Carolina's lost their starting quarterback. Tennessee's horseshit. The SEC sucks. Yeah, it's really bad. So I'm feeling all right about that. <laughs> and mm. the, and might I add, Missouri gets Ole Miss and uh, Arkansas from the West. Cross division. Wow. They got this. Give them this. Yeah. Give them this. No wait. All right. Let, let's count it out here. Uh, they Troy, might, they Troy might be at Florida. Home. They might, yeah. Win. Yeah. Ole Miss at home. Win. At Vanderbilt. Win. Probably win. Host no, no, oh at Kentucky. Potentially a win. Kentucky's on their win. backup quarterback. You okay. know, like at Georgia, that's a loss. Yeah. Hosting Florida, probably a loss. I don't know about that. It's fifty-fifty. That would put them at four losses if they lost at Kentucky. We said how many do they need to get? Eight and a half. Yeah. So that would do it. So that's got to win. They got to be conducted. That Wyoming game was huge. Then they host 
Tennessee. That's a win. That's a win. And then they go to Arkansas. That's a win. The whole season hinges on that at Kentucky, Kentucky game. game. Yeah. <laughs> or, they if they, could, or if they, they could beat Florida. They could upset yeah. Florida. Yeah. Um, NC Nick was over on South Carolina in five and a half. Uh, good luck, buddy. You better hope they beat App State. They did look better against uh, Alabama than expected. What's their record? Are one and three? Are uh, one and three? I think. South Carolina. Yeah. I keep fucking. They're one and three. I know the record. Yeah. How about my Ole Miss under five? Lock. Pretty good, right? How are they? What two and two now? Yeah. But they've the already, SEC pl- but they've already is, played Arkansas. They're about to get into the teeth of the SEC West. Yeah. Yeah, that's looking pretty good. That's looking pretty good. Uh, Georgia Southern over six and a half. Big game for them this week against Louisiana Lafayette in the Sun Belt. How many and fucking that's all of them. things did you lock? Well, I, well, dude, I did my 10 and then I did some, some my bonus ones. The 10 more bonus ones. I fucking like what I like. All right. <laughs> People want to bet on what I like. I you know want I mean? that pilot. Exactly. All right. Let's get the Twitter question. I'm done talking to this filthy animal. All right. <laughs> Where are we at here? Week five, week five. We got a bunch of Twitter questions, Patty C. And you need to start thinking about yours. Crack that beer. Let's go from the top here. The first question is. uh, At. Well, it's not a question. Someone just told me they fractured their wallet recently and have been unable to bet college football. Oof. He says, I'll be back next week. Well, your problem, not mine. Uh, <laughs> next up at fig jam. Eight, that was four, all, eight. That's all he had to say. Yeah. Sorry, bud. Get back. Get back yeah. on your horse. Sounds and... like you're in a relationship. Yeah. Right. right? <laughs> uh, at fig jam. Eight, four, eight says, how do you feel about South Carolina this week over Kentucky? All right. Here's the angle here. We're all three of us are on Kentucky, but I do think maybe me and NC Nick and Patty C should have a meeting because I think we did this with SMU, UCLA and Kentucky, right? We took all of them unanimously. SMU, SMU against at South Florida, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Kentucky at South Carolina. Okay. UCLA at Arizona. Yeah. And all of them are on back to back away games. Ooh. And they won the first segment of that away game. So statistically my, speaking so far this season, non power five, because the only, uh, cause San Diego state did pull this off mm-hmm. where they won back to back away games, Yeah, but non power five or I non mean, group of five. Yeah. Non group of five, only power five. Yeah. No one's done it. No one's won back to back road games. Nope. That's unbelievable. Exactly. I guess we're only four weeks into the season and these motherfuckers don't play back to back row games well, that often. We have Stanford yeah. struck out. Yeah. Right? Uh Kentucky already struck out against Mississippi State. So mm-hmm. I was inaccurate on my statement a second ago. But um Syracuse went back to back at Liberty at Maryland. Took off right? on both. No, no, they, no, beat, no. they Took, beat Liberty. Yeah. Um there was another uh there was another football one. Uh, and I said Stanford. I don't know. There's been a bunch. There's been like four or five, and they've all failed. None of them have hit so far. San Diego State, I think, might be the only one in the nation. And is that hit. the case for all three of these games? That they're yeah, they're the second hinge of the back of back. All right, all right. But I think you just have to trust your your instinct here, because I mean, look, another thing is you can still lose but cover. Like UCLA can lose to Arizona, but we still cover. Right. 
Even though I kind of need UCLA to win for my Arizona under seven and a half. So it's tough to like understand UCLA that that one could be one that we're betting off on because they were down by 32 points <laughs> in the third quarter. I, I, I listened to a podcast that break this game. They, 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 they have game fucking down. sucked in every other game this year. A podcast uh, that I was following broke this down and said, this was the strangest college football game in the past 20 years. <laughs> well, to score 50 points in a quarter and a half, but they had like, so I think Washington state's receivers had three or four fumbles in, in the, in the final 18 minutes of the game. Yeah. You said how many re- kicks kick? Yeah. Or? There was a, a th- uh, basically three, two, two touchdowns, one long return. That yeah. was not a touchdown, but it was like very long. Yeah. Um, so it's just crazy. It's just a crazy that's set of a events. Lot of, that's that fast break football. I'm sorry, Mike one leads, but like you may have the most dynamic offense, but your defense is a liability sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And special teams apparently. Yeah. Um, Okay, let's move moving down the line. Uh at Rich Gator 12, Arkansas plus Arkansas State plus seven. At Troy, right? I believe they're at Troy this week. I'm on it. Now I believe, I believe NC Nick on uh, NC Nick's backing me up on Arkansas State. Patty sees on Troy. Yeah. Look, this is gonna be a good game. This decide this is a, a big game for Arkansas State to win, potentially win the West. Georgia Southern, Louisiana Lafayette, that you know. These are huge games in that and within their own conference. What has let's let's take a look at Arkansas State's schedule to this point in the season. They have a seven point loss at or hosting SMU, which is looking pretty fucking good at this point. Yeah, yeah. Went to UNLV and stopped them. That was without their head coach, too, whose whose wife had passed away. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, at Georgia took a bad loss. And a 13 point win at Southern Illinois. Then they're going to Troy who has da, 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 da. Give me the seven beaten Campbell taking a close loss against Southern miss and whipped the shit out of Akron in that's my lock. Give me Troy. I'm sorry, folks. Give me fucking a Troy. It's going to be a close game. I think give me, give me, give me the, uh, the red wolf Indians. <laughs> um, Okay, moving down the line again. Can I just repeat myself the whole fucking episode? Um, what do we got here? At Joe Montana, 1988. <laughs> I love that handle. Uh, that hurts. Is yeah, for, yeah. For, so we answer this one now, right? Fuck you. You yeah. see my fucking Twitter uh, picture there? It's James Brooks, circa 1988. And the Bengals were a cooler team and should have won that fucking Super Bowl. And Joe Montana's legacy well, should. And been by the way, they're still. You remember that uh, Washington State uh, Michigan Rose Bowl? Uh yeah. Where they're still clearly like three seconds on the clock. Yeah, and they're like, ah, uh, that happened. We want Michigan to win its yeah, first national title happened, in fifty years. That happened years. in that Super Bowl too. Is that right? Boomer size and throws a, a deep pass. Uh, you know, Mont- Taylor's already scored that touchdown. Yeah. The kickoff, they get it to like the thirty-five. Boomer size and throws like a. Uh, like a, like a 50 yard pass downfield. It's incomplete, but they like let the final four seconds tick yeah. off. That happens way too often. It's like, it's like, wait, the, the games of yeah, the game. Yeah. You fucking bastards. Yeah. Um, is Maryland a legit juice home dog against Penn state? Do you cover this game in the picks pod? Yes, I do. They're part of my group of or, uh, my six pack. And I also like Maryland to win outright. 
I have not been impressed with Penn State's offense. Penn State was struggling against Buffalo. It was ten to seven mm-hmm. at halftime. They pull away. Then they get lucky that Pat Narduzzi is a fucking mathematical idiot <laughs> and goes for a field goal at the three yard line. You know what I mean? Like what did Maryland do this past week? Or were they they're on, on by? They're on by. Huh. Maryland was impressive for the first few weeks. But they're coming back to College Park. Pitts win. And like I always tell you folks, I judge teams very much by their first half performance. You know, a lot can be done to uh, dress up a fucking pig, you know, put lipstick on a pig, makeup on a pig, whatever the fuck the term is. <laughs> um, in the second half, when a team is, doesn't give a fuck, you know, but in the first half, that's when the uh, control is established of the game. Pitt doing to UCF what they did this past weekend. Pitt staying with uh, that was easy Penn to tell. State uh, for that game. How about, an how indicator about Buffalo that, beating Penn State in the first half? Beating Penn State in the first half? They were up 10 to 7 at halftime. Buffalo's looking good, though. Penn State may be a little down. You're right. Not offense. It's going to be yeah, a I good actually game. think Penn State's defense is good. It's yeah. the offense that looks like shit to me. The game's in Maryland. Yeah. Friday night, ESPN. What is the spread on that? Seven. Penn State's favored? Yeah. Boy, I'm not so sure about that one. Uh, it's going to be a fun game to watch. Who did, who did I have on that? You have Maryland. I have Maryland. We all do. Yeah. Me and NC Nick locked up Maryland. No, no. Did I reveal my cards? Shit. No. I was to tell my locks later. Yeah. yeah. I'm not taking out. I'm not touching That's it. That's a live dog. Sprinkle some of the money line. Maryland's looking good. All right. At Matt underscore Amston 23. Can UCF cover the huge spread against the shit ass Huskies? <laughs> and then he also asked me, have I ever had oregano? Yes, I have had oregano. Oregano? Oregano? Oregano. Oregano. Like, like President Reagan. <laughs> a Ronald Reagano. <laughs> uh, and he says that shit slaps. It does. Yeah. All right. Now, UCF. I was in on our boy Darius that uh, was like one of the people that fell prank to the uh, oregano um, joint in high school. Oh, that's classic. Yeah. That's classic. Oh, yeah. What an idiot. Oh, I'm so high. Uh, I love high school. 43 points. Yeah. UConn getting 43 points in Orlando. Orlando. Not your Orlando, not my <laughs> Lando, but our Orlando. Um, I mean, you went with UConn. NC Nick went with uh, UCF to get revenge. such a huge spread. <laughs> UConn's doing better this year. And they were in that Indiana game before their quarterback threw a pick six. They were, that was a close game like for a, a little true bit there. Idiot. Um, Central Florida, a little bit of the wind taken out of their sails. You got to figure too. After hoping for a fucking uh, another at least New Year's Six season, if not a champion or uh, invitational run, which they would never get either way. But now they're certainly out of that uh, chase. So forty three is a lot. Give me UConn. Yeah, I'm on UConn too. I don't know what, to, I mean, that spread's too high for me to fucking really fuck with. I'm not touching that in real life. Um, at Minx Picks asked me, organized by time the game is played. So what he thinks I should go in order. Now I'm not going to do that, buddy. These are Twitter questions. By the way, I, I struck a nerve with the fan of ours and I don't remember his, uh, his handle, but he says, I've been making fun of Kid Rock too much. <laughs> I don't think you can make well, fun of Kid and then I, I think Kid I didn't Rock even realize. invented himself in order to be made fun of. I didn't even realize that I I I know last episode I called him out. Yeah. 
where we're talking defining Sterling. But prior to that, I don't think I've ever mentioned him, but I, I, he was on it. I mean, he says, I, I He's mentioned all over him, you. but I'll say this. So I replied to him back saying, uh, look, he might be a cool dude. I just think his music's shit. Yeah. And he says, completely accurate. Your, your opinion is wrong. Which, which song? No, he told me my opinion no. is wrong. But which song is he <laughs> referring to? That is not complete dog shit by kid rock. Please tell me. Yeah. I mean, it was 1989. Oh, dude, he—he's singing "Sweet Home Alabama," and I and I'm I'm glad that you're a fan. But I'm saying, I think Pid Rock, Pid Rock, Kid Rock would be a fun hangout. Yeah, I would fucking. I'm sure it'd be fun to hang out with Kid Rock. But he's funny as fucking. Tell me, musically, that he is very contributes very much. Like mentally, like you know, you cannot tell me intellectually. And then even worse is to tell you that my opinion is wrong because music is subjective. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But if it hits you, maybe you're an insane clown. Are you an insane clown posse fan too? Are you a Limp Biscuit? (laughs) (laughs) Because perhaps you're. That's the demographic. Um, Much love though for listening to the for the for the uh, the good old podcast. What is this? Someone linked. Someone sent us a link. Okay, Michigan State kicker runs like a girl. That's true. <laughs> um, at Mister Bank ninety nine, does Wisconsin have a legit shot to beat Ohio State in October? That game is in uh, Madison. Colum- it's, oh, in it's in Columbus. Yeah. That's right. No, I don't think so. I mean, they got a shot, sure, but I think they got a shot. But I, I would favor Ohio State. Obviously. Here's the thing: when it comes to power football, right? Yeah. It's always the same thing with, with Wisconsin. Like maybe if they had quarterback play, but they actually have a receiver that stretches the field this year. Yeah. I forget his name right now. He came back from a rape case. I mean, they when, when they, when they were innocent. at their fucking peak, when they had Russell Wilson on, I feel like they had, was it tune? Was it uh yeah. Nick tune, Nick tune, son of Al. Yeah. They had Tech legend, something at every position that year. And they were fucking diesel. They won the big 10. I don't know if that was, a year that Ohio state went to the uh, invitation or not, but um, cause I'm forgetting off the top of my head, but that was, that was a complete team. I, is this yeah. team the same? Do they have Russell Wilson on the roster? No, I don't think so. I think Ohio state we're going to see, but at, at this point, especially in Columbus, I'd have to favor Ohio state pretty, yeah. uh, pretty safely. I'd agree with that. Um, next up, is especially from- cause Ohio state's got the, the guys to bang with them, you know? Yeah. Next up is from at Tommy Gunther. The over worth a play in the Ohio State Nebraska game. That over, I believe, is at uh, sixty-seven points. I'm gonna say no. Don't play this one. Don't play it. Don't play it. Um, just I'm to, gonna disagree with you. Just take the eighteen points in Nebraska and sprinkle some. <laughs> I'm gonna disagree with you on both. I'm gonna disagree with you on all three. <laughs> Buddy, hard. <laughs> you're crazy. Dude, Nebraska is trash. The only thing who has Ohio State beat that's good. Cincinnati's okay. Okay though. Forty-two nothing. That's impressive, but that's also a little brother thing. They scored seventy-six straight points against Miami. I mean, that's Miami, Ohio though. Who else did Ohio State beat? Florida Atlantic. They were completely and Indiana. Which I think Indiana is starting the wrong quarterback, and I think they're much worse than an Indiana team of normal. Ohio State hasn't played anyone, so it's tough to say. But they are kicking everyone's ass. And look, uh, this town is going to be. They on have fire. all the fucking pieces right now. This town's going to be on fire. Yeah, they are going to shock the world in Lincoln. 
the past couple of years, Patty C's gave me a hard time about let when me, Ohio State's going to lose. Let me tell you what he, I said a couple of years ago at Iowa, they're going to lose. This is the week that you are wrong. So don't listen to Colby D. A couple of years ago, what happened? Yeah. You told me the Purdue thing couldn't you happen. You told me uh, two Iowa. years ago at Iowa, I said they're going to lose. Called that one last year. I said at Purdue they're going to lose. This is the one. After what three you've strikes? Seen, after this is after what you've seen so far this year, you're going to stick with that, even though this oh, yeah. is not the team you thought they were in the preseason. I am because I think, it, uh, like I said, they outgained. Uh, it's little fixes, little no. fixes. They okay. outgained the shit out of Illinois. Their defense is playing really I can good. See a cover. I will. Not, I will not fucking take you up on the money line. I'm, Do not well, sprinkle I'm anything the on cover. the cover. Okay. I locked the cover, but I said yeah. sprinkle. Just throw, just throw some light action. Fifty Waste bucks. Waste of money. Waste 50 of fifty dollars. Ohio State's gonna butt fuck this team. You don't know okay. shit. Agree right? and disagree. Okay. Next up. Um, the, the, the college game day thing is, is the, is the main thing that you have working in your favor that might create just enough juice in that stadium to, to favor magic. Yeah. A little magic, magic but right. I don't buy it. All right. At lo- uh, the real lower case H same question as last week, which I guess I missed the question last week. Who is crazier? Patty sees broad or Antonio Brown. They have a pretty similar, like insanity, like <laughs> rate. She's chilled out though, man. She chilled out for like a month or two straight here. It's, it's been pretty smooth sailing, you know, knock on wood. Hey. Oh, I don't jinx it. Whereas Antonio Brown's on like every three day, like <laughs> fucking life altering, like yeah. episode. So uh, he says also, can we add BC to the fade list along with UMass? By the way, it's more than UMass. It's UMass. It's Akron. It's New Mexico State. And I feel like there's one more. Bowling Green. There's four that are definitely on the fade list. <laughs> Colby D's shit list. Not far behind that is UTEP, UTSA, but UTEP's gotten a little bit better, I think. UTSA, I, I'm not, I think they got worse. Yeah. Uh, Western Kentucky's on my, my bottom 15 fade list. Um, I'm still forgetting one or two that I'm really like. Uh, Ball State, I've been fading, but they they ended up getting a backdoor cover last week. Those bastards. So Houston is probably entering the fade yeah, list. Yeah, I mean it might be, might be. Uh, UConn maybe. <laughs> so Northwestern starting to enter the fade list. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at T Pet seventy six says, how many points is too many points to lay in college football? Do you feel pretty comfortable laying forty three with UCF versus UConn? No, we don't. We just answered that, but NC yeah. Nick does. Once you hit forty two, like last week is a perfect example. <laughs> Uh, we got to push we Charlotte versus Clemson. It. Yeah. I mean, Charlotte had scored an average of some somewhere in the range of 45 points per game against the Clemson team that we thought having lost like three of their top four defense alignment may have taken a step back defensively. Clearly not, but still, even though they were better than a 42 point uh, favorite or should have won yeah. by more than 42 still Davos Winnie. Did you see Davos Winnie at the end of that game? I was like sweating the fucking cover because he's like, there's 10 seconds left in the game. And he's like telling the quarterback to hurry up and get a playoff up by 42. Have you been following the sports illustrated story? Let's let's go into that for a second. Did Mike Leach give us a bone? I think he did. So when we had coach Leach on back in May, no, was this one that we talked about last episode or was it, this one that no, got deleted? We, it got deleted. Okay. Let, let's, let's dive ba- into this. Back in May. Um, Back in May, we had Coach Leach on, and we had uh, there was recently an FBA wiretap uh, for the college basketball probe, where the uh, Clemson assistant basketball coach who got fired from being an assistant 
uh, was caught on a wiretap saying we can keep it really tight. Like the basketball or like the football program does it. Right. Yeah. And I asked coach Leach his thought on that. And he, you know, just said, I wouldn't know. He kind of ducked it, but then he did say he followed it up with, well, I hear the way they do it these days, not saying Clemson. He's saying the way that the money is paid yeah. is uh, through the church. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then a few months passed and I was like, yeah, okay. So he just, I just thought he ducked the question entirely. Yeah. But did he give us a gem? I wonder he may have because, and look as a God fearing church loving man. Yeah. It hurts a little bit to say this, but you know, where there's smoke, there's often a fire. And so sports illustrated wrote a piece for as yeah. long as fucking there's almost irony in this statement. It's almost funny when they say that Dabo Swinney has built his program on Christianity. It's like apparently yeah, more so than you would believe. Uh, well the, the church in, I forget the name. I mean, you have to I retweeted, the, South I retweeted the article. Yeah. It's yeah. right up the road in South Carolina. Uh, they have had multiple complaints enough that sports illustrated is covering the story. Yeah. That, uh, that they have people that are showing up to the church that are not part of their church that are uh, they're, basically they're, they're laundering their money through Clemson. Dabo Sweeney shows up with a bunch of football players there all the time. Yeah. And that they're laundering their money through the church. Now, Donations now the thing in. is, it's really good. It's going to be really Donations hard go out. to prove. <laughs> yeah. But I would say if you get that many complaints, it's probably, uh, probably accurate. Yeah. You got to remember Dabo Sweeney uh, came from Alabama where he was a graduate assistant. I'm sure that that's a way they do things down in the, in in the good old sec. I started watching again last night. uh, What was that? True detective season one. Yeah. Just for shits and giggles. Uh I'm probably completely fucking off and just like a fucking coastal piece of shit here that like looks down on middle America, but I'm, I am. I'm going to say that <laughs> I am a piece of shit. Well, we know that, but, but I mean, God, okay. they make it look like some shit's backwards down there. You know, God, that's, that's the way it's portrayed. You know, mm-hmm. there's We're, some, there's some good folks down there, but also, there's yeah, a, there's a million, yeah. a trillion great folks down there. Yeah. But sec football and being and and Clemson, which should be sec. Well, I always frankly. find it ironic that they, for some reason, it's always Mississippi and Mississippi state. They get in trouble. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Occasionally Auburn. They just don't do a good enough job covering it. Exactly. Up. You know, the likes of Alabama was like ratting on them. They're uh, like, we're so much better at this that we're going to like look yeah. at, like find it. And yeah. like, but, um, I wonder if, I wonder if, uh, our guy leads kind of gave us a bone without giving us a bone. Um, next up is, uh, at Jamie Hove. Why isn't Eason being hyped as a top 10 pick slash franchise QB six for six or six, six, six. I think he's saying throws great on the run. What am I missing over and under on there being one good song on the new Kanye that drops out this Friday. I'm not a big Kanye West fan. So I'm going to go ahead and say, take the under. Yeah. But given his track record, take the over. I Sure. Being like, what, what's the, what's the basis? Is it, is it subjective? Is it like, uh, well, I guess all, like you said, all music is, yeah. But is it popular opinion or is it our own opinion that we, I mean, I'll be honest. I haven't listened to his most recent record. I mean, I don't, when he the... does catchy music, he's always good for a catchy song at the very least. Yeah. It's just not my cup of tea. I, I mean, I, I guess I, my, my buddies listen to college dropout a lot. He's of, so always so fucking like egotistical, like over the top and just like douchey. I never thought he was an amazing rapper. I like some of his beats, but I, I just didn't really care. I don't know. 
He just rubbed me the wrong way a lot of times. So, I mean, I, I think he's a talented musician. Sure. He People can, pro- he can make he's a, a genius. He can make a great beat. Yeah. He really can. Um, so, uh, but uh, Eason, like, do I listen to Kanye West ever in my free time? No, no, me okay. neither. There me you neither. go. I actually have one song that occasionally will come on. Because, I mean, I have a date. I have a database. I have a database of there music yeah. where I have like probably like, you know, 50,000 songs. Yeah. And uh, there's one song he did with dilated peoples that will occasionally come on. And yeah. I don't even care for it that much uh, from the dilated, uh, from their, from their collection. catalog of music. It's one, yeah. of the, one of the ones I don't care for as much, but it, it, it just happens to have made the cut barely. But I can tell you this, he produced commons go album. And I listened to that a lot. Okay. So, or I shouldn't say he a contributes lot. Something. I, I shouldn't say a lot. I listen to that occasionally. Okay. Just like I listen to Talib occasionally. There you go. No, I wouldn't say a lot. A lot is like I listen to uh, Yanni a lot. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Enya. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he also asked, what do you think about Eason being a top 10 pick? No, I don't think so. Not yet. You're working on four game track record and then like a few games from three years ago. So. But I think like when you look at top 10, people say Herbert, people say Tua, people say Trevor Lawrence down the road. Um, I don't think Eason's necessarily written off out of the top 10. Like he said, he's got all the measurables. I think he will be down the road, but he is, he's a, he's a redshirt sophomore right now. That's unbelievable. Yeah. How's that possible? Cause he sat out last year. He, he was, started as a true freshman. Yes. And he sat out last year. No, no sophomore year. He broke his ankle. Oh, so we got a medical red. Yes. Then he transferred to Washington. Oh, so he has had two full years of sitting yeah, and only lost one year out of it. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. So, but I do think he'll end up being a first round draft pick. Sure. Definitely. To answer that, Jamie Hope, I just don't know about top 10. It matters what teams, it matters what teams need quarterbacks also. Yeah. Like, which they always do. But I mean, like Haskins dropped to like, you know, Lamar Jackson was late at the time. Daniel Jones, I would, you know, the, the, I was Haskins from a measurable standpoint is, is a blue chip at the NFL level. But, but even Daniel Jones, the giants had two picks. Yeah. I, I wasn't even of the opinion that it was a huge bust. I just thought they could have got him at 17. Sure. That's the, that's what I was knocking. Yeah. I actually thought Daniel Jones was, well, I, I could, I could see him being successful. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't going to say for sure, yeah. but I'm saying like, I didn't, think Haskins it was that didn't have a long enough track yeah. record to like definitely be, like the higher pick, but I thought they were comparable and I still think they're probably comparable. I like Daniel Jones more than like Sam Darnold coming out. Duke just produces a lot of the same quarterback. So it's, it's tough to distinguish one from another. Clearly Daniel Jones, Thaddeus Lewis. Well, he's, he's a little different. <laughs> it's not because he's black. It's because uh, he's not okay. six five and <laughs> runs a four, four. That's all right. All right. Let me ask you this next up at NBA, Zach, this is our in-house NBA analyst for the sports gambling podcast. Check us out, by the way. Great, great content going on sports podcast.com. Thomas Sirk um, is who I'm thinking of. All right, go ahead. He says, NBA Zach says, isn't this the game? Jonathan Smith has been waiting for in Corvallis. Very legitimate chance to win as a home dog. Anyone holding Oregon state over two and a half wins absolutely needs this. And Smith probably feels the same way. Stanford isn't their normal self, but a W would be huge for them. Uh, Oregon state coming off Cal poly, a blowout win. And then they had a bye week to prepare for this one while Stanford has been going through the gauntlet. He's absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. In every way. 
Yeah. This is the perfect opportunity for this is we're going to take it up. This is it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I'm on Oregon state. You're on Oregon state. NC Nick is on Oregon state. I think I'm going to favor Stanford straight up though. Yeah. You did. You did you had Stanford by three. Yeah. But again, it's the spreads four and a Corvallis, half. So. I mean, it could be in the air. What time is that game being played? Mm. Let me look that up. Yeah. See if you can pull that one up. Hopefully that's a night game. If you're, if you're an Oregon state fan, you want that to be at night. Oh, that'd be a fun one. Uh, let's see. Internet crawling along here. Uh, it's at 4 PM on the West. So, so it'll be night second half. There's potential there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Next up at uh, R underscore Barnes 407. Tell me why Florida state minus six and a half at home. Isn't free money because NC state's probably the better team. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Therein lies the answer. Yes. Uh, and they got, I don't know if you saw the game against uh, Louisville or underscore Barnes 407, but uh, they were up a lot. Louisville came back and then Florida state went up on a busted coverage, like, like an 80 yard pass. It was like a five yard pass that went for 80 yards because no one was guarding a wide receiver. Yeah. Right. And they went up by uh, four and then they get the ball back after, after Louisville uh, went, went three and out or whatever. And they drive down and they're about to kick a field goal to go up seven, which still would have kept Louisville in the game, but Louisville roughed the kicker. <laughs> mm. And that's how they essentially got their touchdown. Well, look, Florida state's decent. I understand. But I also think Dave Doran has the program at a higher level than what Louisville is right now. They're three and one with one loss by 17 to West Virginia at West Virginia, a game that was tied. What late in the third quarter? Yeah. West Virginia pulled away late. Yeah. I mean, what did they say? The spread was four and a half. Did he say six and a half, six and a half. Come on. Florida state's good, but NC state's better. now the fact that it's on the road. Yeah. It gives sure. her a little bit of a, a chance. Sure, there, I can yeah. see Florida state even winning, winning the game. I can see yeah. winning by seven. I would just think probability wise, you have to take NC state in the points here, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I see the game at best at Florida state by three or four. Yeah. You know, if, if I'm trying to average it out, but look, I wouldn't be surprised with NC state on the money line either. I, if I'm, if I'm betting this game straight up. Yeah. Florida state by one. Florida I, state I by think one I would or even two. take NC state by a field goal. Yeah, maybe. Um, next up at uh, Dougie 13. Do you ever bet round Robins? If so, what is your strategy? Yeah. Sometimes I'll just take my six pack or I'll take the, you know, all my locks and I decide, you know, cause that's the thing is like when I, they asked me to publish the six packs normally early Tuesday morning which is in a little bit, it's a little bit unfair because the lines come out really on Monday and the movement in the lines goes so much within the next couple of days. So normally by the time Thursday or Friday gets around, I could feel completely different about certain games than I did about the six pack. Yeah. That's why I always encourage you to look at the spreadsheet and it's really hard to rank which ones you like. Cause sometimes if I have a week to think about the game, you know, the changes. So of course. basically you're, on Tuesday morning, you're getting the six games I like best at that time. But that doesn't mean by the time kickoff happens Saturday, that those are my six favorite plays. Yeah, shit happens. So, yeah. but I would, I would uh, like to still more yeah. often than not. Yeah. They're going to be the right picks. Yeah. Knock on wood, but I just yeah. plug them in, you know, next up at, uh, at set the hedge tips. Louisiana Lafayette minus three and a half. Would love to hear your thoughts. This is an awesome game in the Sun Belt going on. Patty sees raging Cajuns that he has predicted. And I got to be honest, he's looking pretty good on that prediction because I have been thoroughly impressed by the way the raging Cajuns have been playing this year. 
They play at Georgia Southern and they're a three and a half point favorite. Now NC Nick and Patty C are on Louisiana Lafayette. I'm on Georgia Southern. I think Georgia Southern, you know, they had Minnesota beat Minnesota scores with 11 seconds left. I think they're better than their record indicates. And I think they're hungry right now. I fucking whip the dog shit out of Tennessee. No, that's Georgia state. Georgia, Georgia state. Yeah. Damn it. I was fucking... Georgia Southern. Those are the same. There's a triple option. Yeah, yeah, Georgia. And I think Georgia Southern They're I think they're one and three. Cause they, they played a tough schedule or one and two. I'm going to look at Georgia Southern. Um, they, they got owned by LSU, but once again, LSU had a month to prepare for the triple option. I think they're better than their record indicates. And I got Georgia Southern. Well, Georgia Southern. We thought was the better team than Georgia state. At least of course right, they right, have right. been yeah. over the, over the, I mean, Georgia Southern's a, like a heavyweight in the FCS level of the past 20 years. Yeah. And and won ten games or eleven games, ten or eleven let's, games last year. So let's see, Georgia Southern one and two, very bad loss to LSU. But they had a month LSU. to prepare for the triple option. Of course, sure. that's going to happen. Beat a good main team, close loss at Minnesota. They were winning with fifteen. They're seconds a good left. team. Yeah. They're still a good team. I got Georgia Southern pulling this out. They're at home and they know this is important. Look, Louisiana Lafayette played though. Mississippi State tough. I like that quarterback they have at Louisiana Lafayette. Their average margin of victory in their other games is somewhere in like the almost 35, 40 point range. But when you play the triple option, it's going to limit how many chances you have to score. That's true. What's the spread on this game? Louisiana Lafayette's favored by three and a half. Still give me Lafayette. I'm on Georgia Southern. They keep fading my, my, uh, my my Georgia Southern, what is it? What are they, the Eagles? Higgs, yeah. Um, next up, what do we got down the line, huh? Uh, he also said, you know, you got your shit together when five of of the sides you have circled are in Colby D's six pack. Yeah, buddy, there we go. Let it ride. Boom. That's all we're asking you to do. Just do a little check on your own thoughts. You guys are smart out there. You guys are making your own picks. A lot of our uh, fans, according to what we see, of course, they're not going to show us when they shit the bed, yeah. but what we're seeing is a lot of winning on your side. You guys just check it against what we're doing and shit's going to work out for you. Yeah. Now at uh burnt Gordon says, uh, anyone else get fucked by wazoo and anyone who bet on wazoo got fucked yeah. by wazoo. Yeah. Because they're up, they were covering that spread was 19. If you, if you turn on your phone and you see in the third quarter, yeah. they're up by 32. You're like beautiful. Easy money. And you think potentially a little bit of a backdoor cover because of two touchdowns, 14 minus 32 is 20 sure. is 18. So yeah. you're thinking, fuck, maybe that, yeah. but to win outright. <laughs> right. If you had that in the teaser, if you had that in the teaser and you're getting like wazoo minus 12, you're thinking this is amazing. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? We're up 32. There's no way we're going to lose by less than 14. All right. Boom. It happened. Roasted. It happened. By the way, how's your college fantasy football team doing? I got totally fucked when Auburn decided Auburn when Army decided to to bench Kelvin Hopkins for their game against Morgan State. So I had no quarterback playing last week. I went from the fifth fifth in the in, in our uh, in our league to like fucking eighteenth or something. Well, or that 14th. happened to me. You're all, you're at twelve, buddy. Don't. It's still, dude. Fuck you, Army. How about we need to know this information? Like Kelvin Hopkins isn't going to play. I he has not been starting for me all year. I put him in because they're playing Morgan State. Yeah, and they did me like that. They did me that dirty. Those bastards. No, well, you're not at 12. Where are you? You're at nine. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Buddy, I was at like four or five. Well, uh, NC Nick's now at four. I'm still chilling back in 19 for the same exact reason. Not because I was fucked by another team, but I was too lazy to check my lineup. And it fucked me because Justin Herbert threw five touchdowns. And I think Ian Book was sitting out that game. So 
Good job, Patty C. Either way, I've been slowly getting close to you fuck faces out there. Yeah. So I'm going to catch up to you. And uh, when I do, that's going to be a double slap in your face. Okay. At hostile kids underscore JP is not throwing shade, but curious how Penn state didn't make the swing and dance base top 25 beat Pitt, who beat UCF who's beaten everyone beat Buffalo who beat temple who beat Maryland who beat Syracuse offense hasn't been fired, but these two, two wins seem quality. No, ro- no road games. There we go. That's the whole point, buddy. I value teams that have won on the road. They were, they were on my list, by the way, they were right outside my, tw- my 25. We're talking but about Penn State. Penn State. But I'm saying, how how do I know you're good? First off, when it's ten to seven against Buffalo and you're down three at halftime, now I know they pulled away and actually covered that game. And also Narduzzi with a questionable field goal attempt. I just haven't been thoroughly impressed. And then obviously, like even Ohio State's hit the road. They played Indiana, so that looked much better. Even though I don't think Indiana's very good, it's a little bit more of a test, so I can see how good they are. There's a reason why I'm taking Maryland, and it's because I'm not. Really bye week with the Nittany Lions. I don't know how much the bye week is going to favor Penn State here because how how predictable of a, an offense does uh, Maryland run? You wouldn't know from Scotty Montgomery, but they seem to be balanced. They, they, McFarland's a beast running back. Jackson's a good quarterback, probably the most accurate Maryland quarterback yeah, in a while. It's not like you can really scout this team and like limit them based on like. Uh, they're trends. They're, they're, they're balanced, you know? You, yeah. You, you defend it straight up or they'll fucking exploit what you're giving them. And at, and at poker, God, four twenty, we mean who have gotten into a debate on Twitter on this. Uh, I still say a bagel is not a sandwich. Uh, uh well, I think you can put like, uh, bagels, not a sandwich. deli meat on a bagel and well, it's bread. Well, if, if, who, but what store does that? Are we talking about the, if you put who cream cheese on a fucking who does bagel? That? A fucking Sheets gas station does that when you create it yourself. It's delicious when you fucking do it, though. You put a raisin bagel. But it's not a sandwich. With, like, ham and, like, a fucking... It's not a fucking sandwich. Gorgonzola and some is Dijon it, mustard. Just like a tuna melt. A tuna melt is not a sandwich. A couple pickles on there. A tuna melt's not a sandwich. Now, you, now you're being stupid. It's, it's tuna, open-faced. It's like, it's like an open... Uh, you know a tuna what I mean? melt doesn't have a top to it, yeah. you're saying. Well, yeah, I would, I would agree with you. That's like a little thing. Thank you. This, this, thing. Look, I love a good bagel, but that's breakfast. Well, if you got a bagel with cream cheese, no, that's not a sandwich. Yeah. But if you put the sandwich ingredients, lettuce, tomato, onion, pickle, well, of course. meat, then it's I'm just I'm saying, well, well, if you took a lettuce, tomato, and you put it in between fucking uh, two pancakes, that's it would true. still be a if sandwich. If you tucked yeah. your dick between your legs, <laughs> you wouldn't be a woman. <laughs> All right. Next up uh, at J Holton 26, one Washington, two Cal. Three, if Colby D was in Vegas, where would he get a sandwich? Wait, I don't understand the one Washington, two Cal. What does that mean? What's he implying there? I don't fucking Cal know. beat Washington. Cal should be number one. Washington uh, that's his should own be number personal two. Rankings. Uh, or is it three questions? They went to Seattle. What the fuck? Uh, best sandwich in Vegas? I don't know. I mean, I don't... Picture Vegas is like a sandwich city. You picture Vegas. I've had a, I've had sandwiches, but I'm always fucked up. I don't remember hundred dollar bills stuffed into an asshole kind of city. <laughs> exactly. Um, at uh, J Rage Green says, uh, could unders be a solid play for Big Twelve teams? Seems like the conf the, the conference is a bit better on defense this year than the past couple of years, and the public perception hasn't changed. Texas Tech has been sneaky good defensively. Uh, when I saw them play Arizona, I was not impressed. 
and Oklahoma isn't dog shit like last year. This game could go on under the number perhaps, but I was not impressed by it. So Texas tech played Montana state and like UTEP. So they were not very good against Arizona defensively in my opinion. So I'm going to stay away from that. But yeah, I, th- I, I would agree with you though, that I think the conference is changing Matt rule, less miles climbing, even to a certain extent, they're more run heavy teams. And I do think Oklahoma's defense appears to be better. Matt Campbell's a run heavy guy. So I do think the conference is changing. I really believe that. Um, so that would obviously fade more unders. So I would agree in your, your theory that obviously the numbers are probably higher based off of, uh, even West Virginia. I think Neil Brown runs way more than Dana Holgerson. So yes, he also says also Colby D definitely locked up Charlotte over Florida international. Didn't lock it up, but I like Charlotte over Florida international. I mean, not Florida international, Florida Atlantic, um, NC Nick likes Charlotte as well. Patty C's on Florida Atlantic and lane in the lane train. At man, at M Mansell sports says North Carolina plus 26 and a half at home off of a loss. I think they will be jacked up to play Clemson. Am I crazy? I don't understand who now. Uh, North Carolina plus 26 at home at, at home loss or after a home loss. I think they will be jacked up to play Clemson. Am I crazy? I'm on North Carolina. I'm on it. Sprinkle some on the money line, baby oh, buddy. Sprinkle some just a little bit. Just do this. Take $50 out, right? Instead of buying your girlfriend that new, that new shit she wanted, just take $50 on this, right? Money line parlay, two teams, right? What do we got? I'm not going to say North Carolina. Okay. I'm going to say money line parlay, Virginia on the road in South Bend. Okay. And parlay that with Nebraska in Lincoln. That'll be a fucking money payout. But if you hit on both of those, I will be very impressed. Money payout. Let's just say you throw 50 bucks here. I'm going to go to my bookie. I'm just going to plug this thing in just so you can see. Just as, just so you can see what we'd be dealing with here. 27 and a half is the spread. What, and if you, and maybe if you don't, if you like North Carolina more than, uh, than Ohio, than the Ohio state game, maybe you plug that one in instead, you know? Yeah. How do you feel about that? Ah, uh, boy. I do like at North Carolina. I don't know. For the money line. Or the money line. And Nebraska's got a little up their sleeve, but Clemson has looked fucking hang good. On, hang on. Watch. I'm just going to fuck around here and say money line. Well, well, I'm going to give my two first and we'll see what 50 bucks could be. Look, I mean, look, you're going to gamble anyway. You might as well just throw a little bit just because the reward on two games could be so valuable. Where is this Notre Dame, Virginia game? I can't find it on this fucking website. Um, hang on here. You could see Virginia winning out, right? Right. Oh yeah. That one's completely believable. You okay. let Bry- Bryce Perkins run around Notre Dame, especially if you're like, you're saying is uh, ripe for upset city or light let down city. I should say after spending the entire off season, focusing on Georgia, you have to figure that UVA, especially like a good team. You look what UVA did against Pittsburgh, um, who, as we mentioned, hung tight against uh, Penn State and beat UCS straight up. And check us out, guys. UVA kind of fucked what, up. Pat, Pat, we should just do this too. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm cutting you off a little bit. No, no, no. I'm Go saying ahead. if you put fifty bucks, yeah, on Nebraska to win money line with Virginia, yeah, uh, parlay, you win sixteen hundred dollars over sixteen hundred. Nice. 
Right. And if you, and, and by the way, if you feel ballsy enough to do North Carolina, your payout's going to be even more yeah. because they're 27 and a half point dogs. Give us, give us all three together. Can you do all that? three? I don't think all three will happen. Though. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. you have to choose two of the three, yeah. but I'm saying like, let's say, let's say you don't feel as good as with the Ohio state one as, uh, as the, uh, you North say Carolina the, North, the North Carolina one. So you want to take that. Let me take away the Nebraska and let's go with, uh, let's go with good old. Look, uh, the only one I feel good about is Virginia. I feel bad on the money line on the other two. I feel like I do think Mac Brown's got some magic going on in, in, in Chapel Hill. Some belief. That's true. Here's the thing though. Ohio state. Like you said, we just don't know. We haven't seen them play anyone yet. So we assume. That's why, no, that's why I think I would go Nebraska yeah. over. But if you check us out, if you put 50 bucks on, on just Virginia and North Carolina money line, you'll win over $3,200 <laughs> over at mybookie.ag. North Carolina. Clemson's not going to lose that game though, dude. 27. They always pick one game a year where they kind of fuck around with an ACC. What team. has North Carolina done this year? They beat South Carolina. They beat Miami, yeah. but then they lost close games to wake and app state. Which aren't bad losses. I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They can, they, they, I mean, they're undefeated. Wake and App State are undefeated. Their losses are two teams that are undefeated. Even if they lose this week, it'll be to a team that's and undefeated. Carolina came back big against Wake. Yeah. Wow, that would be a fucking hell of an upset. And you better believe fifty bucks. But it's there's good value in that. Look, even if, I'm just saying, if you're gonna take, you know, just take some change out of your fucking coffee cup. You know, in your car, the Colby's a holder. much richer man than I am. Fifty bucks to win thirty over thirty-two hundred. It's better than your chances at a lottery ticket. All you need is two wins. Yeah, of course you don't win five hundred million. You win. Yeah, but there's other. Now. You could still win money in lottery tickets, and not winning hitting the jackpot. That's true. No, this is this is like if you understand something, it gives you better odds of winning it. Obviously, and you know, definitely, I think that North Carolina is a play here. So. Exactly. Okay. Now, now we all agree on now that. Now, let me do this. Let me do this beautiful, beautiful ad read here. The college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is the presenting sponsor of the podcast and all the the great free content that you'll find over at SportsGamblingPodcast.com. Make sure you check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Instagram as well. Football season's back, Patty C, as you well know, and it's back at MyBookie. And they got all your betting needs covered for you. College, pro, Canadian, whatever you want to do. Arena, even though it's not arena season, they got it all over there, right? Plus they have live bets, you know, second half bets, prop bets. Can't find a prop you like? Try your hand at customizing your own prop bet with the MyBookie prop builder. Pretty badass. Say, say you like something in one game. Well, go make that bet yourself. You don't need, you can build it yourself. Besides their wide selection of bets, they're also offering up to a thousand dollars first deposit bonus using the promo code SGP. That that's yep, that's right. A thousand dollars in free bets using the promo code SGP at mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. Oh yeah, that is what you call fire, fire, hot fire. Look at that. The Nationals, one hundred percent playoff bound. Do they get past the first round? They will be presumably taking on, well, you don't know. Yeah. It looks like 99.8% chance. It'll be Milwaukee. Is that a one game series or 
How's yeah. that work in the first round? Uh, it's a, it's a, the wild card is like a, uh, it's, it's a one, one yeah, off, one off. That's so ridiculous. That's so ridiculous that you can play 162 games and, and you can have one off. Yeah. How about you just make it 157 game season and have a five game series? You fucking idiots. Right. How does every team not play each other in 162 games? Or how can you not put more than I guess five now? It's so random, dude. There's, there's less than 30 teams or 32 teams. They don't even play each other. No. All the teams don't play each other in 162 games. <laughs> Baseball, you stupid. You absolutely stupid. Fucking league. Terrorists, coward, pussies. Yeah. All right, we got another Twitter question. Well, they would presumably, if they get by Milwaukee, they'll be playing LA. Will we be at one of those games? I don't think they'll get by Milwaukee. In a one game series? No. It's a complete crapshoot. It's Why? the Nationals. That's true. They've History. Never, they've they're, never won a playoff. Dude, they're like Notre Dame. They always shit the bed in the postseason. Yes. Fair they, enough. And I, they don't belong. They don't belong. Fair enough at this point. Tough, to, tough to argue that. Look, okay. Uh, at Ryan Mick Slain, Slainte, 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 Slainte. Where is it? Salente. Ryan Mick Slancha. Slancha? Is that for, for real? That's like uh, Cheers in Ireland. Slancha. Oh. Oh, okay. See, it's over my head. I'm just a fucking idiot that picks college football games. <laughs> You've gone 10 and 0 on your locks. Sunday morning brunch for NFL kickoff. Do you go with a Bloody Mary or mimosa? And how are you getting your eggs cooked? I can tell you this. Patty C is much more of a mo- of a mimosa guy than yeah, me. I don't Bloody Mary care guy. for champagne in any form. Well, I don't fuck with vodka in any form. I'm so. a Bloody Mary guy till I die. My dad put me on to V8 because it was, he called them Bloody Marys without the vodka. That's how, that's, that's who Patty C's dad is. Right <laughs> he got us trained early with the celery stick. It's like dad, this doesn't have vodka. He's an alcoholic. He's like, it's a bloody Larry, bloody Larry. There you um, go. Uh, how am I getting my eggs done? I, this is a big thing. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm classic, a classic believer in over easy. I love over easy, but let me tell you what poached Phil D Davis. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. There's a uh, lot of Phil Davis. There's there's a lot of, we're we're yeah. good. Okay. He introduced me to the slow cooked fucking, uh, uh, scrambled eggs. You take your time, right? You don't cook them fast. You, and you stir them like boom. And you're constantly stirring them. And these motherfuckers come so soft and so delicious. I like scrambled eggs, but it's, it doesn't hold up to over easy. Over easy is amazing. Poached is underrated. Poached is underrated. You get like some eggs Benedict going. Yeah. But let me tell you what, while I've been an over, over easy guy my whole life. Yeah. I'm going to say this, those super soft scrambled eggs, especially you throw some pepper, little onions, little Don't fucking get reckless. Don't you fucking get reckless. Buddy. Give me a Denver omelet with fucking those soft, uh, I give scrambled you a eggs. Cleveland steamer. You, you give me a Cleveland steamer. Now we're fucking talking. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Oh jeez, I do like a Denver omelet though, man. Get those peppers in there. Oh yeah. Well, that, it's different. You go omelet, man. Omelets. I just had a fucking banging ass. Didn't you, didn't you invent day. a sex move called the omelet? I think I did. What 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 exactly is it? the omelet? What sex was it again? That's where you bust in her ear and then you fold, fold her earlobe over top of it. And <laughs> I don't know that. I, did I invent that one? Then that's an, is that an Eskimo thing. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. It's been a long time, but it's potentially, uh, it sounds accurate. Have you ever given a chicken omelet? No, I feel like we need to work harder on like, I know we, we do these, we do regular stuff when we're like hooking up. We need to like step our game up and just not care. Right. Right. And just like write about it, whatever, take videos, all that good stuff. Write a blog about it. Write a blog about, you know, the various sex moves that we've pulled off. 
Yeah. I came, I saw, I gave her an omelet. <laughs> there you go. Check out my blog. <laughs> um, okay. What are these other questions? Patty C we got other questions here. I mean, who cares? We're just giving you money. All right. Free <laughs> fucking money. All right. Uh, where are we? Where are we? I'm just scrolling down. I don't remember. What do you think of L. Ron Hubbard, Patty C? He's the he's got a nice little uh what is that, Sunset Boulevard down near the Kaiser Permanente? <laughs> hey, what what do you think of Akron UMS? Akron? Akron. Akron Hubbard? Yes. Um <laughs> <laughs> I am going to say This is great. We have our first true shit bowl of the game of the season. It is an absolute shit fest. You have two of my bottom five teams squaring What's off. The it's spread in, on this it's one in here? Amherst. So it is uh Akron minus seven. I think I took UMass. You and NC Nick went UMass. I still went Akron, and I, I look. I understand normally it's like, what are you doing, giving away seven points on a terrible team against another terrible team? Yeah. I'm just thinking like Ohio football players got to be better than Massachusetts football players. Yeah. They got to find a There's way. There's something get this to done. be said for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you think UMass is this year's UConn, then you can't go wrong fading them. <laughs> I think UMass is a little better than that this year. I'm not saying they're at all good, <laughs> but. Against Akron, I think Akron. I think that uh, you know, on a whim, give me, give me. I, I, I'm not touching this shit. I don't Enron. watch these fucking teams. Oh, but dude, I've been, I've been killing it fading Akron all year, right. and and UMass. There you go. Worlds are colliding over here. That's true. Decisions um, must be made. The so so I have a uh, uh, I don't know. Let's just get to our fucking locks before we get to our locks. So I want to tell you guys that I'm the greatest. And Pat's the worst. Mm. And I'll tell you guys that, um, you know, you've already been uh, the sports gambling podcast network and the college experience is presented by Amazon. You've already been, you've already been shopping at Amazon. Let's not be, let, let's be honest because you've been living on planet earth and everyone on fucking planet earth. Even people in fucking Uganda have been fucking on Amazon ordering shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So next time you're there, why not just, shop there, but support the podcast. You know, Patty C was talking about buying a, uh, a jet ski the other day. Got drunk. I definitely have the money for that right said now. said he wanted to get a jet ski mm-hmm. because he thinks the ocean is close enough to him. Sure. That's my, that that's ski. how I'm going to commute to work from now on. He's on the jet ski. <laughs> Didn't you get a, uh, a ticket, a reckless driving ticket? On a I jet did. Ski? I once was driving a jet ski backward in North Carolina. That, that doesn't mean in reverse. That means he was on, on it backwards. Yeah. I was standing backwards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the mental picture of a jet ski going in reverse. <laughs> it's pretty fucking hilarious. Um, but yes. Yeah, so look, if you want a jet ski, you know, go over to Amazon or go over to sports gambling Click on the link through Amazon there. The Amazon banner that we have bookmark that link. So every time you shop, on Amazon, you help out us. All right. That's all you got to do. We know you're shopping at Amazon, but just go over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, Click on Amazon, bookmark that. And then we get a percentage of what the fuck you like. They pay us. And this is why you get the college experience twice a week. You know what I mean? That's why you get it. And also, by the way, if you're over at the sports check out that new merch, got new merch under armor representing the sports gambling podcast. Crazy. Get over there. Check out. We got some beautiful shirts, sweatshirts, t-shirts, 
working on condoms. Patty C's been working on a brand new condom. outhouse, penthouse, yeah, uh, doghouse, micro condoms. He's working on. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I like that. I got a the, collection of those. I like that reference to. Uh, Was that the fugitive? Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. And remember to get your bed spurts picking for your old f- football contest as well. Uh, season long NFL ATS pick'em contest starting with the opening night, ending with the Super Bowl. Completely free to enter. The more people that sign up, the better the the, the prize pool. Twenty five hundred dollars uh, if we have a thousand signups. Thirty five hundred if we have fifteen hundred signups, and fifteen hundred signups the pool gets to five thousand dollars. Sign up, tell a friend, make sure uh, we get the uh, biggest prize pool possible Cha-ching. over at uh, BetSperts. All right, you can sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash contest. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash contest. Running through the ads here, Patty C. Let's get to the locks. Lock it up. All right. Pop it off. Well, me and NC Nick Thursday night, we are locking up the midshipmen come to Memphis, Tennessee, where these games have been close. Even with Navy being shitty last year, this game was a close, close game. Uh, here's why I like this game. A Navy's a lot better than they were last year, but even if so, they played them close last year as well. Um, Navy controls the clock. I love these big spreads. When you have a triple option team that is disciplined, they Memphis may only get five possessions, maybe six possessions the whole game. Mm-hmm. They got to make these things count. That little hook is nice too. Love the hook. I also love the fact that to me, the weakness of the Memphis team is their run defense. So I think Memphis, I think it's just a perfect matchup for Navy. To, it's always a game. Even when they had uh, Fuente, it was a mm-hmm. tough challenge for them to stop the midshipmen. Give me Navy plus the 10 and a half points. Me and NC Nick locked it up. I'm with you on it. I, I said on a, off the top of my head, Memphis, Memphis by six. But when I think about it, I think it's going to be even less than that. It's tempting for me to lock this. I'm going to stay away from it. But barely, I, I think it's. I think it's a good bet. Did you ever think about joining the Navy, Patty C? I did. Yeah, when you I would. was twenty-seven years you were not, old. You're like, I don't want to do the Army or Air Force. I want to do something that could potentially lead to homosexuality. Right. 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 Of course. I'm joking. Shout out Navy to the Navy. Navy is all is definitely you know you get in that white uniform and you know. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Shout out to our our, our uh, midshipmen. Armed forcemen. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but no. Uh, yeah. What is um that Memphis went over Ole Miss not looking so hot anymore? Um, I think uh, I think this is a good pick. I'm not gonna lock it, but definitely not not a bad p- pick to put some money on. He lacks cojones, guys. People. Now you're going straight. Uh, you're staying in the state of Maryland for this one, aren't you? Oh, uh, I am. Another double lock. NC Nick bit all my shit. I feel like you know he bit my locks. You know what I mean? Hey, or you bit his? No, no, mine were out first. Whatever you have to tell yourself. <laughs> I got the Maryland Terrapins. I'm saying sprinkle some on the money line. You want to get crazy to a 16 parlay of uh money line bets of that's uh, not a terrible bet either. No, I like Maryland money Maryland line getting is seven decent. points. Yeah. But just just outright. I think they're gonna be better. I think they're better than Penn State, especially in College Park. It's not that big of a stretch to think so. And I can't believe I'm betting on a Scotty Montgomery team, but hey, uh-huh. strange shit happens. so far. All right, and then you scroll down. There's another double lock by Nick and uh, yeah, me and Nick both locked up. That I I like, but I'm staying away from. Just hasn't shown me enough. But you get down, you get down to Saturday morning. Patty C's locking up the Holy Cross. Why do I? I know this. I know this from basketball. What is their name? (sighs) What is their name? 
They made the tournament a couple years ago in basketball. What the um, hell is their name? They are the Crusaders. Yes, I knew it. I fucking knew it, but I didn't know it. What do you think of Indiana Jones Last Crusade? It's one of the best. What do you, what do we the think? fourth one was the worst one ever? Yeah, it was terrible. Let, let's let's talk about this. Okay. As it relates to sequels, obviously we had Indiana Jones. It was the first one, the Raiders of the Lost Raiders Ark. Of Lost Ark. <laughs> then we had Temple of Doom, and then you had uh Last Crusade. Now my brother pointed out to me, it's similar to Rocky where I see Rocky four is the most polished, excellent Rocky. It's kind and it's the same thing as Rambo. You know, you take these Stallone movies, right? I don't agree with the Rambo. Thing. You have uh, a Rocky thing actually, but, well, but basically you have these, the super polished version, but they're just kind of bite offs of the original, you know, Raiders of the like, last crusade is a bite off of Raiders of the lost Ark. It's a, it's a more fun. They're playing on the same jokes. I think same. I like Raiders of the lost Ark more, but you it's do? closer. I think that one's closer. Cause like you like Rambo four way more than I like Rambo one to me is like the most, the best action movie. I've said this before. Yeah. Most flawless action. Movie. You like the yeah. raw original version, which I can appreciate, but I like that. And then that built upon, and then, you know, they polished the Are jokes Are you up. saying, I'm just trying to hear you here that the best third movie of all time is Indiana Jones, the last crusade best third movie of all time. Uh, maybe well, matrix three was shit. Yeah. Crocodile Dundee three was shit. Yeah. I'm going to say empire strikes back was better than last hope or fucking, uh, return of the Jedi. Jedi. So that's a number two with the win. Ooh, I think I might agree with you. Yeah. Um, but, but two terminator two. So, I mean, that ends that. Yeah. I'm going to throw yeah. out Die Hard 3 as a sleeper. Okay. He's Die in Hard New York two, City. Solid. I like Die Hard 2. I like Die Hard 1. I think 1's still the best, but 3's close. All Die Hards are pretty solid. No, 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 no. You get to 4 and 5. 5 is, and he's like in Russia. It's fucking about the weapons. They fall off a little bit there too, don't they? Not as bad as Die Hard fell off. Yeah. yeah once, they knew when to stop it. They knew when to stop yeah. it, I feel like. <laughs> once the airplane's like, he's crawling, he's driving a truck on top of the airplane. Isn't it like his daughter in Russia or some shit too? It's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just too much. Yeah. Bruce, talk about a guy who fell off. Bruce Willis. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fell the fuck off. He's no Stallone. All right. He's got his, his girl stolen by Ashton Kutcher. I mean, come on. You know? Demi Moore. Bruce Willis can go out and fuck everybody though. That's true. Would so. you let Bruce Willis smash? Your beautiful, tight little asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where this is going. I was like, I'm not in a relationship. So wh- wh- where's this going? Huh? Why don't you give me one of them chocolates over there? Um, okay. So th- you're saying it's the third best movie of all time, essentially. Best third movie of all yeah. time. It's up there. I like Austin Off Powers. The top of my head. I like I like the third Austin Powers. Which one was that? As my favorite number? Austin Powers. It's my that favorite Austin Powers. One. Yeah. A lot of people find that ridiculous, but I, I think it's the best Austin Powers. The most ridiculous. It was the best. It was the best. Goldmember is the best character. Mm-hmm. Fred Savage, amazing. Yeah. Gotta love that. And uh, yeah, so I think that's all the threes. There's Police Academy 3. Sure, it's fun. I don't remember it. Um, <laughs> what other Scream threes? 3? You know, no. Final Destination 3. I never got... I, I got into the Final I Destination. Got, I, I never saw two. I loved them. They're like... Uh, What's the word? Delightfully obnoxious kind of kind of movies to me. Just the the the, you know where where Saw like is a little too gruesome. Like Final Destination is playfully gory, playfully disgusting. You know they they come up with the nastiest shit and they make it fun. Okay, you know have a little fun. That's what horror is supposed to be. <laughs> it's not supposed to be like good 
God, I, I'm more of a guy like The Shining. I watch The Shining. Well, yeah, a Shining times. is a thinking you know horror I mean? movie. That's a that's a good horror movie. But if you're just gonna do straight gruesome, at least make it a little. Comical. I hear the newest it, not not it too, but the newest form of it. I saw it in the '90s. Mm-hmm. And I read the book. Yeah, but uh, the it with with uh, that just that just came out like two years ago. Yeah, I, I saw that one in the theater. I heard that's flawless. It was all right. It wasn't as scary as the first time around. Maybe it's because I'm not six years old. Yeah. <laughs> What was the movie that scared you the most as a kid? It was right up there. It was very high. Candyman was right up there. You know what, you know what one did it for me? It wasn't even like a true horror film. Hmm. Uh, Fire in the Sky. I remember you hyping that one. That one fucking terrified me because I saw that at like eight years old. And like, the, the, when, have you it seen Fire in the Sky? It didn't age as well. I watched it with you. Okay. When he goes up and he's like in space. Yeah. And like he's a little alien. He doesn't know where he's at and he wakes up and he's like goes through like this like rubber and then he's like. Yeah. I watched this like. Oh my five years ago. God, and this was thing was the worst special effects I've ever seen. The movie was still fun. The movie was still entertaining. Don't get me wrong. Based on a true story. But I was not scared in the slightest by it. Well, you didn't see it at like eight years old when your That's brain couldn't comprehend what the fuck. And you're like, holy shit. All right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah, the one that came the out in the 90s. One. No, 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 no. The original one, man. My brother's got that me. one got you. Oh, man. Fuck that, man. When you're a little kid and you're watching that and you're like <laughs> four Freddy years Kruger old. Freddy used to screw, creep the shit out of yeah, me. Yeah, the first nightmare on Elm Street. Even the Jasons got me when you were a little kid. Like the I was, I really was watching good. these things way before I was probably should have been. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, eighties were fucked up. But those those got to be the tops, right? Yeah. Shining, Shining was always great. Shining didn't scare me as much. It was weird. The blood going down the fucking staircase didn't get you a little I'm bit. I'm sure we could think of some other ones. You know, one got me like at an older age. You ever watched that movie Quarantine? No. Just from the outset of the fucking movie, within the first few minutes of the movie, uh, like the first seconds of the movie, they boom, close off the thing. And like the whole movie is just them being like, fuck, like, and everything getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Well, that one, I think I would be freaked out of that. One time I was coming back from uh, Arizona and I hit that little area where you enter California Mm -hmm. and they, they interviewed me for like a couple seconds asking me because if I had been to Yuma, because they, they quarantined Yuma apparently. Is that right? Yeah, that's what they told me. And I was like, huh. That'd be a, a situation you don't want to find yourself in. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, and, and, and that one with uh, Charlie's, is that Charlie's Theron? I don't think it's monster? Charlie's Theron. No, no, no. Monster was cool. But I'm saying like there was one in like Utah. Liv mm-hmm. Tyler was in it. Okay. I forget what it was called. But they like random people show up at the door and start fucking with this couple. Mm, I don't remember. I don't remember the name. You know what? Strangers, I, like. I think it was called. Strangers. I it, it was good. It was a decent horror movie. High tension. High tension. I don't know any of these fucking films. Dude, watch high tension. high tension. You watch a bunch of low budget shit from Redbox. Watch high tension. That's that's the uh, decapitated blowjobs in the cornfield. <laughs> in the first five minutes, <laughs> the of, Iowa State story. In the first five minutes of the movie, yeah, the Iowa State story happens. Like uh, you got a fucking freak getting head from a fucking decapit uh, <laughs> All right, now uh, use that. Uh, introduction to plug uh, why you think Holy Cross is going to cover 37 and a half points in the, in the carrier dome. <laughs> if I can create some kind of connection between these two things. Well, look, a decapitated blowjob, Some would say is, is perhaps a crusade. Yes, that, that probably happened during the crusades a little bit. <laughs> um, the crusaders are going to hearken back to the 12th century <laughs> and give a decapitated blowjob or receive it. Harken. Decap- I like that. You like that? Yeah. I think this is an what um Holy Cross is in state. It's a New York team, right? New York, New Jersey, somewhere northeast. Northeastern team. 
Um, Worcester, Massachusetts. Sorry. Okay. Worcester, Massachusetts. What have you? Worcester. I like Worcester on my Bloody Mary. I do too. It's delicious. <laughs> they beat New Hampshire. They took a bad loss to Navy. Okay. And uh, they took a loss to Yale, who's one of uh, typically a pretty solid team. Syracuse has had some really bad crack that beer. Some really bad losses. Look, this isn't my favorite lock. I just feel like 37 and a half. It is a big number. I went with Holy Cross and say Nick went with Holy Cross. So it's hey. just, it's, it's not my favorite lock. So I maybe don't, maybe don't bet your money as much on this one. It's probably my sixth favorite lock. It's just the numbers huge for a team that's been in some good games, beat a decent team in New Hampshire, and then a Syracuse team that's that struggled significantly so far this year. It, it seems like a safe bet to me. All right. Uh, the next lock NC Nick locks up Vanderbilt minus six and a half at home against Northern Illinois. I almost locked this up. If there was like five, just cause I think Vandy's they gotta be desperate for a win. They gotta be desperate for a win. They're yes, owing. They three, are desperate for one. Absolutely. But Northern Illinois can play defense, stay in this game. NC Nick locked it up. I think I like what NC Nick did. I know you took Northern Illinois. Yeah. I wrote with Vandy. I think it's probably a decent bet just on the outside of my locks. Uh, you also locked up the Jayhawks on the road in Fort Worth, taking on the Texas Christian Crusaders. Sure, I mean Gary. Stay with the religious schools. I see. Huh? I am. You know, I uh, although I'm betting against TCU in this one. Um, Kansas coming along faster than expected. A little ahead of schedule with uh, less miles. Yeah. Um, less being more at this point. Gary Patterson. Not quite where they used to be, are they? Well, SMU, what's interesting about Sonny Dykes, and almost you can almost say it could be the Justin Wilcox thing at Cal. Sure. Sonny Dykes, prior to him going to SMU last year, was working at TCU. So you wonder how well does he know Gary Patterson? He practices against them every day. Perhaps we should have thought about that and thought about ours. And gone with the SMU Mustangs, but we didn't. But um, I, I went with Kansas. Since Nick went with Kansas, I didn't lock it up. I, Sixteen and a half is a big spread for a team that hasn't been winning that much. Yeah, you know, yep. and uh, just lost to a team that they were favored and, against. And the last time Kansas hit the road, they they looked great against Boston College. So that's right, and yeah. and probably should have covered, if not beaten West Virginia straight up in Morgantown, which is not a fucking easy place to play. Yeah. Lock this. This I feel f- fucking good about this. Six. I'm and not half. gonna lock you. Lock it. You. You did lock, lock it. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now look at. Uh, what do we got next? We got a triple lock. Boom. We need like a lock sound effect right there. Cha-ching. Uh, we got Buffalo at Miami. Miami minus one. I lock Buffalo. Patty C lock Buffalo. NC Nick lock Buffalo. And here's my train of thought. I know Buffalo's on the road. They're coming off a big win in Buffalo against Temple. Miami Ohio is decent. I think they might find themselves six and six and in a bowl game perhaps, but I think Buffalo is one of the better teams in the Mac. You saw that in the first half against Penn state. Um, and I think what really, when it comes down to it, I think Buffalo has got the better personnel. And then I think Lance Leopold is a much better coach than Chuck Martin. Give me the bowls to on the road in Oxford to the get track it done. record this season. Strongly suggests Buffalo is going to win the game outright by yeah. probably nine or 10 points. And certainly not be the dog here. It's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you have a lock after this in a, in a, in a good, see this, this game is uh, intriguing to me. 
Staying in the Mac, we got Central Michigan at Western Michigan. Patty C locked up Central Michigan plus seventeen, and I like it. NC Nick likes it. I didn't. We didn't lock it. I. This is on my short list of locks, and I will say that last week Central Michigan covered a thirty point spread. I almost beat Miami outright. And I'm talking about Miami Hurricanes, not Miami Ohio. They almost won outright, and they did that without their star running back Jonathan Ward, which was one of the reasons why I stayed away from it. Um, Jonathan Ward, I think is questionable for this game, but judging by the way they looked against the hurricanes last week, I still think they'll cover 17 with or without Jonathan Ward. So, um, I, I mean, I, I, I almost want to lock this one. I'm not going to do it. Well, here's the thing. Western Michigan this year is truly Jekyll and Hyde and, um, their home games, which this one will be, they've won 48 to 13 and 57, 10. Their road games, they've lost 51-17 and 52-33. to Granted, obviously, the level of competition at home has been Monmouth and Georgia State. On the road, it's been at Michigan State, Georgia State and at beat Syracuse. Tennessee. And no, that's that's probably the most worrisome part of this whole bet is that uh, Western Michigan put it on what seems like a decent Georgia State team. That said, they took a bad loss to a middle-of-the-pack Syracuse team or what looks like a middle of the pack Syracuse team. And they gave up 51 against a Michigan state team that following week gave up what? Seven yeah. points. Yeah. Or a couple weeks later, ten, seven I points, 10, uh, 10 points. Yeah. Um, so Western Michigan, I'm not going to sit here and say is any kind of powerhouse. I think these two teams are about as good as each other. I think Western Michigan is a little bit better, but I, a little better. I don't think 17 points better. Seven, yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, I know it's in Kalamazoo, but that's kind of the thought process. Yeah. So, um, especially in a rivalry game, give me central Michigan to cover that 17 points. All right. Then we move down the line. Me and NC Nick have another double lock. We have the Wahoos of uh, Virginia coming into South Bend. I don't think you can get a better spot possible to play Notre Dame this whole season than where Virginia has them. Can't argue with you. Virginia catching 12 and a half in South Bend. I just have a hard time believing that they're just going to lose by two touchdowns. If if Notre Dame gets the win, which would still be a respectful win, I think it'll be by, you know, three, four, six, seven, even 10, even 11, even if it's 31 to 20, I still cover. I yeah. love this one. Give me Virginia to cover this one. Sprinkle some on the money line. Well, my bet for Notre Dame to cover this one was based on a half point. Colby asked me what I thought the spread would be on this. Yeah. I said 13. It's actually 12 and a half. So I just wrote with what my original thought was. I think Notre Dame is probably capable of fielding the blow from the Georgia game. Although I do think that maybe there's something to, to what Colby said. I think it's less of Virginia looking ahead to Notre Dame that they struggle with old dominion and more of a, uh, let down after um, beating Florida state and kind of like resting on their laurels for the week. Um, that said, when you have a letdown week, the chances that you get up for the following week are pretty good. I wouldn't touch this one, but uh, I don't, I don't think it's a terrible bet for ha- to have UVA cover this. I, I mean, it's by a half point that I have Notre Dame covering and that's just based on talent. So for all I know, UVA could easily cover this one too. So Yes. And then I got a solo lock. Finally, I get some freedom here. All these people piggyback in the database <laughs> bastards. I got the Boilermakers. Look, Minnesota's three and oh, and perhaps they are a team of destiny with the way they pull things out of their ass. But Purdue, they had a bye week after getting trampled 
by TCU. I think Purdue will rebound and beat the Golden Gophers in Lafayette, West Lafayette. Give me the Boilermakers getting a point at home. Give me the, come on, give me, give me the Boilermakers. Get this done. I almost locked this myself. That seems like a very, very good bet. NC Nick wrote with me too. Didn't lock it. I'm a solo lock for me, but NC Nick finally has a solo lock of his own right after this. He takes the temple owls. Should I lock this man? It's, it's well, the interesting angle here is that Georgia tech lost to the Citadel. Yeah. Citadel is not good on the FCS level this year, right? Yeah. Temple is pretty good at home. They destroyed Maryland. Yeah. Uh, Temple has a quarterback that is very good. Anthony Russo, but Jeff Collins coached at Temple last year. All he's familiar with though, is That's, the personnel. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm taking Temple to cover this. Look, one. I said uh, the, the spread's eight and a half. I said Temple win by eight. Guess what? I'm about to flip it. I got Temple. I was thinking eight or nine, but I, yeah. I chose eight. Um, and now that we mentioned Temple beating Maryland at home, Georgia Tech's just not going to compete with that. I think Temple's a far better team than N- Georgia. NC Nick's locking. I'm not going to lock it, but it's very close to my locks. Yeah. All right. For, then look, I got another solo one, and this one I went out on a limb, but I'm just trusting. My guy, Matt Campbell, they lost a heartbreaker against Iowa where I really feel like when you watch that game, I felt like Iowa state was the better team. Yeah. Now, either way, comparable with a very good team. Iowa state just dropped 70 on Louisiana Monroe. And, uh, well, I'll say this. I, they, they look like the more explosive team to me. They made more penalties than Iowa. So in a way, the coaching almost favored Iowa to Iowa state obviously fumbles and everything, but I thought Iowa state was moving the ball much better than Iowa was. When you talk about a coaching uh, advantage between Matt Campbell and Kirk Ferentz, you're talking about two of the best. If, if, yeah. if there is a coaching advantage, it's pretty slight. Yeah. But I think uh Baylor, I'm not ready to be on board with Baylor. They're out of conference schedules, dog shit. So we have no idea how good they are. They went on the road to rice, struggled, struggled some in that game, did not cover Iowa state drop 70 in Louisiana Monroe. And uh, I think Iowa state's going to come into Waco and get this done. I like it. I like it. I love it. I love. NC Nick's on Baylor though. So we finally get some contrast on our picks, but I locked it up solo. We moved down the line. I lock it up another game. I, this one, I'm just going out on a limb. Going out on a fucking limb. Patty C New Mexico and their triple option are coming <laughs> all the way to Jerry Falwell's backyard mm-hmm. to take on the Liberty flames. I think Liberty's gaining some momentum. All right. I don't know why. That's a far that. trip. It's a fucking far trip. That is a far trip. So I'm going to take Liberty minus seven and a half against the New Mexico Lobos. Let's take a look at Liberty's last few games. And let's they beat see. Buffalo. That's actually a fucking. They that's beat a, Buffalo. That's a big stand. They killed yeah. Buffalo. Buffalo uh, was on back-to-back away games. They lost 24 nothing to Syracuse. They lost 35-14 at Louisiana Lafayette. And then, bang, kind of handed it to Buffalo 35-17. And then on a game that should never be played, they beat Hampton 62-27. Um, I'm taking the Flames to get it done. What has New Mexico done this year? New Mexico, um, 39-31 went over uh South uh, or Sam Houston, um, big loss, 66, 14 at Notre Dame. And then 55, 52 win over in-state rival, New Mexico state. Yeah. I'm not touching this game. I don't know what the fuck's going on with this game. I just think the travel, you go that far. 
No, we, we had a moment before uh, pre-podcast here. Um, what's this? This is one of three games they play against New Mexico teams yeah, this year. They play New Mexico State twice every the past two years, this sure. year and last year. Are so, we seeing like a little recruiting thing like uh, Hawaii has with Utah or Utah has with Hawaii? Perhaps there's a lot of talent in New Mexico from what I understand, Patty C. I, I, I do not understand All that right. to be the case, but. Um, and what's that town you were in? Or Las Cruces. Uh, Las Cruces is great from what I understand. Is that right? I've been to Santa Fe. I like Santa Fe. Here's what I know. Mar- Maddie Wana is going to be at this game. Maddie Wana. He's going to make the trip to Falwell country. We should go, but Falwell, what did you say? Uh, Jeffrey Epstein had a, uh, yeah. a property out there and yeah, maybe and, and Jerry Falwell. Maybe they're, maybe they're in cahoots. Yeah. Needs to make a, <laughs> a once or twice a year trip out to the Epstein property. Yeah. To, to fuck some little kids, right? Uh, yeah. Some, some prostitutes coming in off of a fucking uh, cargo ship. There you go. Right? Yeah. They're not kids. They're 17 year olds. And in their country, they're, they're legal. legal. There you go. I'm not saying it's international okay. rules. I'm just saying Jerry yeah. Falwell. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We got a double lock. Me and Patty C. I'm surprised it's not a triple lock. I really am because NC Nick faded Western Kentucky a couple weeks ago and it came true for him. UAB, the Blazers and the Komodo Dragons are heading up to Bowling Green, Kentucky to take on the Hilltoppers. Love that Hilltoppers name, by the way, too. Uh, give me the Blazers. Spencer Brown, too good of a quarterback. I mean, too good of a running back. Um, uh, UAB. Bill Clark. I'm trusting the good coach. I'm not cl- trusting Clay Helton's brother. <laughs> give me Bill Clark to come in to Bowling Green, Kentucky, mm. and to ride off into the sunset victorious. Of course, I have to agree with you, and I am also locking that game. Boom. So then we scoot down to Ohio state at Nebraska. And I've already told you guys, I let this one out early. Me and NC Nick locking up Nebraska in the 18 points. Patty C being the terrorist coward pussy that he is one with Ohio state. I think Ohio state's going to stop them. You need to start thinking about yours, buddy. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, Nebraska have a good history despite me hating them as a child. <laughs> Every time I've gone to Nebraska for some reason, the waitresses always want to fuck me. Is that right? I'm at like a Bob Evans girl gives me a number. The way sure that's all that there is in Nebraska. Okay. Well, if it, yeah. Uh, Cracker Barrel. There you go. Point is every time I go there for some reason, these girls like someone's me. throwing Punani at you. It's very awesome. It's a good, it makes me feel good about myself. You know what sure. I mean? <laughs> you would do well in Nebraska. <laughs> Maybe I'll move there. All right. Mm-hmm. I got the corn Huskers taking care of business. We got one more triple lock. Nick has the corn Huskers as well. Yeah. We got a triple lock though. Further down the line, the Colorado state Rams go into Logan, Utah, where, you know, normally in Logan, you get that advantage of the altitude. Well, guess what? Colorado state is at a higher altitude than Utah state. So they're coming down. They're going to be like, yeah, this they is have nothing. the advantage. This is nothing. And just 24 points on a team. That's got a good offense. Now I know the Rams defense is, is not very good. And Jordan love of Utah state will be firing that ball around. But I think this is going to be a high-scoring affair. That's a affair. lot of fucking points. Too for many points for relatively State, yeah. evenly matched teams. I think I think the odds makers are looking at Colorado State say one and three, but they're probably the best one and three team in the nation. <laughs> and uh, I like what they're doing. I like what they're doing. Uh, Mike Bobo and, and company. Give me the Rams plus twenty-four in Logan. We're almost through all this. All right. Now we got a double lock and I'm surprised Patty C did not triple lock this one because I think this is my number one play of Saturday mm-hmm. is Fresno state travels to Las Cruces, New Mexico to take on New Mexico state. Now I've been fading New Mexico state. Well, 
pretty much, uh, pretty much, uh, since the beginning of time, right? I like the Aggies. I hope they get good one day. I like what Doug Martin did two years ago. He took them to a bowl game. Their first bowl game since 1962. I think it was or 1960. One of those things, but things have changed. I like that. I mean, I even like their running back Huntley kind of reminds me a little bit of Eric Metcalf, but Fresno state's good. Fresno state's got a defense. They got an offense. They got athletes all over the field. They are going to take care of the Aggies of New Mexico state by more than 17 and a half points. Give me a 53 to 16 game. This is a team, mind you, that has lost to Minnesota. They blew a big, big lead and there. only beat Sacramento state and FCS by 14. I would argue that it, that Sacramento state is also better than New Mexico state. <laughs> I would have a hard time arguing that. Look, I have Fresno covering it, but locking it. Tad dangerous. I lock, here's my thing. Is Fresno state better than San Diego state? Yes. San Diego state played at New Mexico state two weeks ago and I locked them mm-hmm. minus 16 and a half San Diego state won by 21 and they don't even have an offense. They, they can't throw the ball. Yeah. They're a run heavy team. Okay. Fresno's going to come in and right. dominate this game. Right. My boy, Tedford. All right. Then I'm going to lock up a solo lock here. A couple solo locks. Cause these cowards didn't want to back up Three, because else. you're lock happy. I, and I went 10 and four last week, buddy. There you go. Fresno state. No, I'm sorry. Well, UNLV at Wyoming. I call you Andrew Locke. Why? <laughs> Mike Loxley. Hello. Right. Uh, UNLV at Wyoming. Look, Wyoming lost a heartbreaker last week. They're going to come back to what to uh, Laramie and Craig bull is going to ride off to the sunset against a UNLV team is not very good. And I think they're specifically not very good against the run Wyoming run heavy team. Give me the Cowboys in the altitude got to of agree Laramie with, got to agree with you minus on the nine points. And then I'm locking up UCLA getting seven and a half. I like that hook. I'm fading someone. I need this to happen for my under That's seven really and what a half it is. It's that hook that gets you. Yeah, that should be a one possession game. Exactly. And then my honestly, probably one outside of my six pack. This was my seventh rated game is give me Hawaii. How's Hawaii an underdog at Nevada? Nevada struggled to beat UTEP last week. I'm taking the Rainbow Warriors. Nick Rolovich, Cole McDonald, Everyone's coming still in there high on Nevada after that. After that horseshoe, where they had like 130 yards of offense and beat Purdue, mm-hmm. I think it's a little misleading. I still hope Nevada makes a bowl game. I like what the you know uh, Norvell's doing in 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 Reno, but it's a you know their starting quarterback got injured in August. Give me the Rainbow Warriors to come on the road and get this done. Rolovich, my boy, Patty C. Anything else you want to say, you filthy animal? All right. Uh, look, let's uh, let's win some money this week. Look at our fucking locks. Pick a few that you like, and yeah. thank us later. Buy yourself a uh, a, a shirt. A Buy yourself some catfish. Fall is coming. Buy yourself some catfish, of course. Buy <laughs> uh, yourself Manti, Manti Teo style. Yeah, Manti Teo, hell of a good guy, right? Catfish is his favorite uh, fucking Isn't meal. A famous baseball player, Catfish Hunter, or something. Catfish. Uh... That sounds about right. Catfish. Baseball players have the best names. What's the name? Catfish Hunter, is it? You do a little Google search real quick. Let's see. Either way, you fucks buy yourself a sports gambling podcast sweatshirt because fall is coming. And check out the Instagram feed. We do all these great videos over there. Catfish Hunter? Catfish Hunter it is. James A. Catfish Hunter. God, I'm good. You know no, what I mean? They just store my fucking brain. Oakland you know? A's from 1965 to 1979. Why the fuck do you know? 
So much stupid shit. Hunter was the first pitcher since 1915 to win 200 career games. Boom. By the age of 31. Boom. And we got it all for you on the college experience. All right, guys, if you could please actually give us a good iTunes review. Haven't gotten much of these. And I just feel like, come on, did we not go 20 and eight and two against the spread last week? And you can't give us a fucking good iTunes review. I mean, the little things in life mm-hmm. that irk a man. You know what I mean? Sticks in my crawl, Patty C. Deep in your crawl. Deep in my fucking crawl space. <laughs> All right. I'm out of here. I gave you the locks. I'm going to win a bunch of money. I'm just going to ride off into the sunset. I'm going to just fucking get a minivan. With Kidnapper no, van. With no, with no windows. There you go. Right? I'm a stroller. Light by. up Colby's alley. <laughs> <laughs> it was Colby's kind of vehicle. Right. <laughs> All right. Look, we are on Twitter, the sports gambling podcast network. Um, by the way, if you want to leave us a good review, you can go to iTunes, search window, search window, uh, type in sports gambling podcast network. We are the college experience. We are also, you can go to sports podcast.com and do that. Sports gambling podcast network is on Twitter at the SGP network. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. And I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. This is the college experience. Patty C any last words. You better think about yours. You better start thinking about yours. There we are.